Attempting an air of professionalism. <laughs> I was lumbered with the sound man job through accident. Ah, it's okay. Yeah. See, we can cut all this out from the podcast, just not from the live feed that I started. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it ironic that when you got really unprofessional, this one's where it's doing live. Usually we're fucking fine at the start. Yeah, normally everything goes swimmingly, so yeah. um, should we start again? <laughs> well, we're cutting to the bull in the post with Apocalypse. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And today we're doing a weird news part de for the simple reason that we thought England were going to be in the World Cup last week. Yeah. We World did, Cup final. Um, football didn't come home, although it did a little bit. It did in, in essence. Uh, the belief came home. Some belief. Yeah. We were quite But never span- properly. We were actually by Croatia in the second half. Yeah. Did anyone really believe it was actually coming home though yeah it gave us something to celebrate for a couple of weeks didn't yeah. it it was fun while it lasted it did oh you know it definitely was fun while it lasted we had the heat wave yeah the the sense of hope that ran nationwide we all got absolutely fucking hammered yeah. during the sweden game <laughs> some people jumped on ambulances yeah <laughs> but you know what what else have we had to celebrate not Oops. a lot sorry there's no the windows are open because <laughs> it's a fucking hot day you may hear a car horn or two yeah so, and we don't want a hot box gas again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, drug overdoses are not good. They're not conducive to recording podcasts. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so it made us all believe. Also, we had to celebrate. You know, Tory government's austerity, failing mm. NHS. Hey, at least the football team's doing all right. Yeah, I think that's last. Well, last week we didn't record because we're all depressed. Yeah, is yeah. it Theresa May going to get fired though? Isn't that something? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, Probably not, in all fairness. We can only hope. We can't. So, shall we... Uh, did you explain this week's episode? I said we're doing Weird News Part Deux. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, we're just going to run through some weird news stories. Yeah. Finish off with our usual game show. The most popular game show in the room. <laughs> <laughs> never go full, Alex. You should never, ever go full, Alex. Never go full, so, Alex. So, um, I'll do the first one. Okay. Bristol Live, this is from. Former porn star and election candidate Johnny Rockard no. fundraising to pay for a six foot penis shaped coffin for his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and why the fuck not? I think the, the more interesting part of that headline is what election did he stand in? <laughs> he, he stood for city council mayor and MP in Bristol and says he wants to go the way he came in. What, a massive dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, technically, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what size his father's penis was. I doubt he was six foot long. But <laughs> he did come out of a penis, so yeah. he might as well... Go back in one. Go back in a penis. How much money has he wasted on this? Well, he wants crowdfunding. Oh! <laughs> Um, a former porn star turned politician and activist has launched a fundraising appeal to pay for a coffin in the shape of a penis for his funeral. And not only will Johnny Rockard's final journey be undertaken in a penis-shaped coffin, but it will also be on wheels and be remote controlled because he admits no one's going to want to be a pole bearer carrying a six foot long cock. <laughs> Very right. Imagine having the, like, the head of it next to you on your shoulder. You're like, oh. No. no thanks. Is it gonna have pubes painted on it? Would be hairy balls. On the <laughs> and will it have three little droplets coming out? <laughs> and a big throbbing vein. <laughs> as every penis drawing is the same. Oh, Johnny Rockard. Never heard of him. I must admit. Oh man. But he's got a terminal lung condition, and he's got months, maybe years, to live. They can't narrow that down because the NHS is failing. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't be happy if I went to a doctor and they told me you have maybe months, maybe years. Mm. Well, which is it? Months or fucking years? That's quite important. Yeah. I've got a bucket list here. <laughs> Do I have to rush on that? Oh, I crossed something off my bucket list. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The asphyxiation wank? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, then what was it? Uh, I used a B-Day on holiday. <laughs> never used one before. We're fucking... That's one thing we are behind on the continent. Oh, yeah. oh, we yeah. never adopted B-Days. They're fucking ace. Well, a bit of toilet paper. Yeah. It doesn't get everything. I mean, you've got millions of people walking around with <laughs> shitty asses. <laughs> and in this town, believe me, you can fucking tell. Hygiene <laughs> is not a fucking issue. <laughs> Hygiene is, not, is a big issue. Oh, man. Well, that's just people can't afford soap. They're that poor. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, though. Wake you up in the morning, there's nothing. <laughs> that jet of cold water between the cheeks. <laughs> how many, Certainly an eye-opener. How, <laughs> how many British tourists do you think went to the continent for the first time? And, like, we're talking to their mates the next day after staying in the hotel room for the first night. Like, oh, that fucking water fountain next to the toilet. It's fucking killer, well, isn't it? Like, like, especially in this weather. I'm so dehydrated. You're just sat on the shitty. You just lean over. <laughs> I imagine it's like Crocodile Dundee, isn't it? Oh, does he drink it? He does, yeah. <laughs> does he shit in the urinal? Does he? I don't think he's that backwards. He's from Australia. Oh, no, that's, that's Kingpin. The Amish guy shits in the urinal. All oh, right. He sat there just partially on a reading the paper. X-rated crocodile Dundee I haven't seen. I've never seen a urinal before. That must be where you shit. Maybe. Yeah, in front of everybody. He's in the outback. He doesn't care. I don't think they watch each other. Oh, imagine walking Someone has to, Someone has to keep watch because there's snakes and spiders and everything. So the things that will attack you when you're when your most Vulnerable. Someone has to watch, I guarantee you. Oh, man. So, I, I want to get to the bottom. Did this guy... It says there... Oh, no, sorry. Several attempts to be elected. So, yeah. he was never actually... Was he elected in any way, shape or form? No. Because it says he's an activist. No. What's he an activist for? Do no. we know that? Homeless people. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he yeah, could... Good on him. He could round them up and, and give them jobs in the porn industry, couldn't he? I'm sure there's a market for hobo porn. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, they could make cock coffins. <laughs> That's true. He puts them to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think 
main issue there is money because you still got to pay in a minimum wage and you can't afford the coffin. In the, you know, he, needs, he said he needs five grand for a bespoke coffin. So he wasn't it. It would also be on wheels, remote controlled, and have some sort of hydraulic mechanism so it would rise up at an angle during the service. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like his sense of humour, you know. I, I'm, I'm down with this. I, I'd have that. The Lord is risen. Oh, <laughs> ashes to ashes, dust to <laughs> And then he just. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting erect. Um, it's quite. This is quite a historical moment. No one has ever been buried or cremated at a penis before. It's just me mocking the whole thing about funerals, completely ripping the traditional idea apart and having a bloody good laugh at the same time, he added. Well, I like his sense of humour. Go uh, for it. Good he's, he's a porn star. If you can Why afford not? to be buried in a big cock. <laughs> People pay for fucking ten grand for a kiss coffin. That's very true. I mean, it's just... That's just got pictures of fucking kiss on it. Yeah, I'd like a... Maybe an Optimus Prime coffin that transformed. Probably cost millions, but it would be pretty cool. I Why think they do this in Nigeria, don't they? They have sort of... Minority coffins, yeah. yeah. They do. Maybe you should get some to Nigeria. Next one that brings him up, try to flog him fucking internet or something. A, a novelty coffin? Well, I I think I'm probably going to have your, your bug-standard bargain bin coffin, to be honest. Let, there's a question. If, if my family has no money, zero... Am I provided a coffin? Yeah. I think you'd probably be allowed to pay in instalments. But what if they can't even afford that? No, you are, yeah, yeah. You're given yeah. a coffin. Bug standard coffin. Probably made a I think they're wood. cremated now. Uh, because there's not enough room to store the dead people. You yeah. can still bury you in some places. Not all of not, them. I don't think so on the council. I think the council cremate you. Oh, they'd probably just throw you in the fucking furnace what? at the local recycling centre. I don't think it's quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you the back to the rats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Always hungry. Uh, well, they've got no next to kid, he'll uh, never know. Or they just grind you up and feed you back to the poor, soil and green stone. Well, it is, a to- not- it is a Tory government, yeah. we'll play past them. The Tory government probably feed that back to the school children. Yeah. <laughs> under under you know, Brexit Britain, it's, yeah. it's a possibility. I mean, they've already stopped, like, stockpiling food and medicine, just in, yeah. case it turns well, out no, in case it turns out there's no deal. The coming apocalypse. Yeah, they've made plans to turn a big massive stretch of the motorway into just a massive lorry park, because all the trailers going to Europe on the day after mm-hmm. are going to be just massively delayed because of tariffs and things like that, new checks. Oh, so sake. it's um, certainly... Something to look forward to. Some, something to look forward to, getting your local food ration from a Tory government. I didn't know Brexit was going to go that bad. They didn't put that on the side of the buses. Of course nope. they didn't. Fuck. Oh, I love doing this podcast. <laughs> just depresses the shit out of me. <laughs> I'll try and bring your happiness levels uh, down. We'll, we'll be alright, won't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll just about get by on rats. Oh, Rhys Mogg now says that it's going to be 50 years before we know if it's made an impact. Oh, he's an idiot. Shall I start well, start time, he'll be dead and another blame can go on him. Shall I start stocking, stockpiling tin foods now? Well, I thought you were doing that already after watching Threads. Well, I did mention it to Leo, to my girlfriend uh, the other day that we, yeah, we should. We need two weeks worth of tins, and as there's four of us, we need, you know, quite a few tins. Quite a few tins, yes. Um, oh man, but I didn't know I was going to have to stockpile because of Brexit. <laughs> Maybe. Oh shit. Well, well, the price of everything's going to go up, mate, so yeah. Should we buy tobacco while it's affordable? Things like that. Is my beer going to get more expensive? Yeah. yeah. No more cheap Polish lager, mate. Fuck. Yeah. So well, it's fantastic. Gonna be, <laughs> it's going to be grimdark. 
Oh. This is why I don't pay any fucking attention to politics. Because it just brings you down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny Rockard wants to bring you back up. Yay! <laughs> his cuck-shaped cuffing. Well, good on Mr. Rockard. Yeah? I hope yeah. he gets his money. Yeah, why not? I, I hope that. he gets elected one day. This is from the Isle of Wight County Press. Uh, a one-armed man escapes police following helicopter chase through Ride. Uh, we should explain Ride as a place. Yeah. R-Y-D-E. A police helicopter scoured Ride this morning looking for a one-armed man who escaped <laughs> following a police chase. An Isle of Wight police spokesperson says officers gave chase after the man driving a silver Hyundai failed to stop after he was pulled over at Preston Close at 10.20am. They pursued him along Ashley Lane, Smallbrook Lane and Great Preston Road before he abandoned his car and fled. The National Police Air Service helicopter from Bournemouth was called to help search the suspect describes a one-armed man wearing a green tarp. Uh, However, one-armed man officers. was driving a car? Yeah. yeah. And he's not been caught? How did he? I mean, we were talking about before we recorded... Well, he's got an automatic, hasn't he? Uh, they yeah. do have specially adapted cars, don't they, for the same people? Because uh, I was thinking, we were, we were talking before recording started about the Mission Impossible films and how they're a little bit unrealistic. I had a proper image in my head then of him, like, taking the wheel with his knee while he reaches over and changes the gear <laughs> and then yeah. back and he's like, like, this guy's trained, man. No, he's, no. Not, he's an automatic. No, he's got, he's got an automatic Hyundai. Uh, it was he, probably given to him by the government on, as part of his benefits. His mobility scheme. Yeah. yeah. And he goes and treats it like this. Fucking police chases. <laughs> Helicopters after him. And they still haven't caught him. Well, what has he done? What has he done? Do he we know? He's caught speed and wouldn't stop. For fuck's sake. Were <laughs> <laughs> you going to say, like, he murdered somebody or...? No, he's got caught speed and wouldn't stop. I haven't found him yet. <laughs> Fantastic, I love it. I think it's a real victory for, you know, physically challenged people. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got one arm, you can avoid the police and a fucking helicopter. There you go. I yeah, won't try, try with one leg, mate. Why you would you send out a helicopter for a speeding ticket? Because he's done a runner, you know, he's done a runner oh, for Mike, because you? you know why they're sat there they're gonna itching to use the fucking helicopter. Any mm, excuse it goes good point. Up. Any excuse, they'll throw that fucker up in the air. And they want to hunt him like an animal. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, but surely there's more pertinent things to be looking at. Um, speaking of, of helicopters, my paranoia levels were once so high years ago, they're not this high now, that I didn't realise that one of, on a, I drove the same route every Thursday, and at the end of my route, I was driving through what I now know is an area, a designated area, there's even signs if you look for them, of where the police uh, practice in their police helicopters. Right. I just thought, it's fucking weird that I keep seeing police helicopters <laughs> at the same time, man. And I went to this big, deep paranoia. Like, they think I'm supplying something that I shouldn't be supplying in the van. They think I'm part of some giant drugs ring. Or... Were you watching Goodfellas the night before? <laughs> but no, I just... Did you think they were finally going to, like, stop you from murdering all them hitchhikers? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if it's a... <laughs> it's a combination of paranoia and a massive ego to honestly think that there were teams of police helicopters following me every Thursday. <laughs> only every Thursday? Well, that was the only day where I drove through the area and I didn't know it was a practice area. I thought they were after me because then the world revolves around me. But why only on a Thursday? <laughs> well, I just thought... It, I don't know. They thought How many Thursdays were you taking on a Dave on a Monday, Steve on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. How many drivers is there at your place? Allegedly, I was taking a lot of class A's at the time. <laughs> Hopefully, not more driving. <laughs> no, 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 not every day. How many drivers have you got? There's three at work. Oh, so they can't even do one a day? They, they were following me because, 
you know. Anyway, they weren't following me. It's a, it's a, it's a practice zone. Yeah. I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so they never caught the one armed no, driver. Still at large. Just like the fugitive. It was, fuck, yeah. <laughs> well, he's got the driving skills of a fucking agent. He has. Maybe he was an agent. Jesus. Oh, good on him. Oh, now, did you see that they, what they, um, in, in Egypt, they found a 4,000-year-old sarcophagus and it was black granite in an unmarked tomb? I did hear about this, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they opened it. Mm-hmm. And people were like freaking out online. Oh, they thought it was going to be cursed. People online they? are cursed. They think there's going to be a fucking curse, but they did open it. And inside were three skeletons and a reddish kind of sewage water, which apparently gave off an unbearable stench. It's people's soup! Yeah, basically, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> right, now. Not not too not too content to leave it at that. One guy now wants to drink the skeleton juice. Oh, what the fuck? Oh right. no! Can we describe that that photograph to the, to the listeners? So you open up this, uh, say it, sarcophagus. Yep, sarcophagus. And these people have basically like sort of melted into a smulch. There's some bones yeah. and some brown people liquid and how old is this 2000 2000 yeah. year old people liquid and some daft cunt <laughs> wants to fucking drink it i say let him let him and then we'll all stand back and laugh while he simultaneously shits and pukes like the exorcist and we'll say what did you expect <laughs> Oh, now, what have you learned from this? Yeah, you fucking hipster prick! <laughs> what if he turns into, like, a cursed mummy? <laughs> That's another risk. Although I, for one, welcome the cursed mummy, because things are going to get much fucking worse. <laughs> oh, my God. I, this for is one, like... welcome any ancient curse at the moment, because it's going to be a fucking step up from living in this fucking <laughs> wank pit. <laughs> wank pit. Oh, Full of wank puffins. Full of wank puffins and fucking gammons everywhere. I don't want to drink people's soup. But, well, this so what, guy, so you think he's going gonna, gonna to enrich him somehow? Um, yeah. He, oh. um, Inns McKendrick, a video games producer from Guildford in Surrey, has oh, launched sh- a petition to let us slurp up the decomposed contents. <laughs> fucking vile. And he's put it on change.org. It's, um... It's called Let People Drink the Red Liquid from the Dark Cycle. <laughs> if you want to go and donate, you can sign that, you can. I and, think these are like Satanists or something. No, oh, I just think no. he's oh, well, addressed to the King of Skeletons, Egypt, who we're getting are our new overlords, in brackets. He wrote, we need to drink the red liquid from the cursed dark sarcophagus in the form of some carbonated energy drink so we can assume its powers and finally die. So he wants to die then? Is this like an elaborate suicide? I can think of better ways than drinking fucking 2,000 year old grave water. Yeah. He's not alone in this thinking, with a whole 87 people having signed up in support since it was launched eight hours ago. Now I want to point something out here. How long have you been trying to get caught off the ground, Gaz? <laughs> a few months. Right? He's got 87 people in eight hours and they all want to drink fucking red sewage water. You're trying to start a cult and you've got one person, maybe, who hasn't paid yet. Yeah. Uh, well, well, thanks for, for, for attacking my cult. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Well, it was quite savage out of the blue, wasn't un- it? Unprovoked. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying you know, that uh, drinking the red sewage water appears to have a better message. According <laughs> to these 87 people. Well, they, they're actually offering something, Ben. This is where I think you fundamentally understand 
the principles of my cult. I'm trying to con fucking money from people. <laughs> I'm not offering anything of any value or worth in return, other than 5,000 words of some of the worst advice <laughs> any human's ever given another human. I think I should be thankful for my one fucking follower. Who hasn't paid? Who hasn't paid yet, no. <laughs> But she's also the same person who I bumped into and told her she enjoyed the show, so... You told her she enjoyed nice. the show. No, she told me she enjoyed the show. <laughs> you anyway, will enjoy the show. <laughs> you start your cult, we'll see how you go. Back to the Buy fucking... a boy's bed, dig up a load of old graves. Yeah. Was... yeah. Well, I'd do that anyway. Turn the people, the dead people into a kind of a soup. Yeah. Send it online. Yeah. 87 people will buy it. There we go. Okay, who, well, who the fuck was in the... Do we know who the fuck was in the sarcophagus? No. But it could have been like two local fucking pedos or something. <laughs> and were thrown in there as punishment, alive. Maybe. Right? 2,000 years ago. So drinking, that's not going to do you any good, is it? It might turn you into an evil interdimensional mummy pedo. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> so it's all going to blow up in their faces. Either way, this isn't going to be healthy. It's not going to be good for them. I'm not a nutritionalist. Can I tell you what he says? Oh, God. Come on, then. Um, one user asked a question that wasn't all of our lips. Why? His answer, don't want it to go to waste. Ah, oh, it is waste. <laughs> it's already waste. It's human waste. Uh, uh, speaking to the Metro, he explained, the discovery of the black sarcophagus in Alexandria sparked interest the world over and amongst friends was immediately picked up as a symbol of hope. People were given an opportunity there, often denied in recent times, to picture a brighter, more optimistic future in which the earth is... Blighted, torn apart and consumed piece by piece at the hands of furious, immortal Egyptian <laughs> gods. The potential to unleash this curse upon ourselves by opening the sarcophagus offered a degree of control over our lives in which the current political and financial climate was so often denied. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> All he's going to unleash is some seriously runny shit in his underpants. It's going to be like, well... This shit is going to look like that fucking soup in the sarcophagus. It's going to look like dark brown runny water. I think it'll be instantaneous. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be good for you. Like the second you drink it, it's coming out the other end. It's coming out of your ears, mate. You'll be <laughs> vomiting from your eyeballs. It's and then you'll turn into an ancient Egyptian <laughs> pharaoh god. I think you'll just... They assume the fetal position and yeah, wait for medical help. <laughs> but they won't know what to treat you because nobody's ever been thick enough before to drink a 2,000-year-old grave. <laughs> well, there is a poll on here. Would you drink the skeleton juice? For fuck's sake. Well, what, what are you saying, boys? Hell yes, we need to bow to our new rulers, or no, I'd rather be cursed. Yeah, I'll take the curse. <sighs> Me too. What are you saying, Mike? I'll go for that as well. <laughs> and it, it's winning 61 to 39. <laughs> so 39% of people polled and 24,000 votes... 39% will drink and bow to their new rulers. For fuck's sake. Man, people are idiots. See Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> people are See just... Free Tommy. People are idiots. People are just so unbelievably desperate for some form of meaning. Just 7.6 billion fucking idiots scratching around looking for something of value. To the point where you end up with 87 or 86 people who will happily drink human soup. And not just... I mean, I'm sure this soup could form within a few years if you left the body in a sarcophagus. But it's 2,000 years it's been there stewing yeah. and growing. I mean, your science officer might... Well, the bacteria in there will be unbelievably yeah. high. No, no fresh air has managed no. to get to it. No, no. I mean, you're talking, like, toxic shit basically. Toxic, toxic. It's going to pretty much kill you. 
more toxic than shit it is. <laughs> Yeah. You'd probably be safer to yeah. drink a pint of fresh diarrhoea. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, that's good for you. <laughs> no, it's not. Who told you that? Actually, implanting other people's shit into oh, yeah, your into own your gut, gut I've heard is about good. That, yeah. rich I don't know if drinking is probably the way to go. No, I don't think you drink it. I think very rich people pay to have it done surgically. No, not just rich people. People with bad guts on the NHS can get it done. Oh. Can we have the next news story, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I read this one? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay, so the next news story. Ghostbusters Slimer was created in a cocaine frenzy. (laughs) Artist who made him says. Wow. We've all been there. You get jerked around by studio executives for months on end while you're trying to create a plausible practical effects model of a gelatinous green ghost until finally you get some cocaine Go to town on it, and you are visited by the ghost of John Belushi to help you finish your design. Taylor's old as time. You've all been there. Taylor's old as time. Well, I'd be slightly concerned if the, the ghost of John Belushi rocked up. <laughs> or at least a tale as old as effects guru Steve Johnson, visual effects maestro, and man who designed Slimer for the original Ghostbusters back in 1984. Johnson has already published Rubberhead a book of stories from his 30-plus years in the industry doing effects, makeup and more. I'd probably really like that book, to be yeah. fair. I should try and remember that, Rubberhead. Um, and he is currently kickstarting the second of a planned five books, covering his entire career. As part of the project, Johnson gave an interview to Bloody Disgusting, in which he explains the origin of our dear Slimer. I added dear, because he is our dear Slimer. He is, he's he's been part of my life since, well, 1984, I was one. So yeah, as long as I can remember... Literally. I tell you uh, what, though, that old woman at the start of the film was not my friend for quite a while. That's genuine horror. Yeah. That bit scary as fuck. Yeah. Shh. Ah, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, so. Spoilers. Ha- yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1984. If you haven't seen it, go and fucking watch it. It's an awesome film. So he explains the origin of Slimer and how a hardcore cocaine binge helped him complete the arduous ordeal. He's discussed in the past how the production was a, quote, goddamn nightmare. But here he opens up on just how batty he was being driven by the gig. That was the most annoying, horrendous experience I've ever had working with art directors, producers and directors ever. In the beginning they asked for a smile with arms. Oh god. But before I knew it, it was a goddamn bleeding nightmare. Give him 13% more pathos. Put ears on him. Pathos. Take his ears off. Less pathos. More pathos. Make his nose bigger. Now his nose is too big. Make his nose smaller. Are you kidding? Make him more cartoony. Make him less cartoony. I almost severed my... I almost fucking severed my own head during that process. That probably wouldn't have helped him. No. (laughs) No, cocaine was definitely the wiser choice. I was three grams into the night, and in a cocaine-induced delusional paranoia, and I literally thought that John Belushi's ghost came to me to help me out, Johnson says. Explaining the ghost encouraged him and even modelled for the likeness. And with that pharmaceutical grade help, the Slimer design was approved the next day. That's a hell of a story for a hell of a drug. You can contribute to Johnson's Kickstarter to get more stories just like that one. Maybe we'll find out his creature work on Big Trouble in Little China was the result of a mushroom-fuelled vision quest. That wouldn't surprise me, that film. A great film, but weird as fuck. Oh, yeah. Does it say what his Kickstarter is called? Because we should probably, as we've read the article... 
give it a um, what's this guy's name? No, I don't no, think he'd do Steve Johnson. Steve Johnson. Johnson. So uh, I'm sure you'll find Rubberhead. Look for Steve Johnson. Rubberhead. Wow. Well, I've got to say it's not. I mean, I I would be willing to bet that a very large percentage of some of the weirdest shit you've seen in Hollywood definitely was written by people under the influence. There's no fucking doubt oh, about gotcha. it. I mean, yeah. writers. That's their job. They've got the time and the luxury to you know yeah. induce and everything I've written is always better after joined. Of course. <laughs> Unless you end up with Iron Butterfly Syndrome with a fucking 17-minute organ solo in the Garden of Eden. That's... <laughs> well, there is that. Show sure, yeah. Slimer was created with cocaine. Fantastic. And the ghost of John Belushi helpfully oh. showing up to model for yeah, him. So he's essentially saying because John Belushi's a fat bastard, that's why Slimer <laughs> is a fat, greedy, green pig. But yeah. we love Slimer. Come on, he learns how to be human towards you. He drives a bus, for God's sake. He does. You know what I mean? He's wearing the, the hat. hat I don't know where he gets the hat from. I, I oh. presume the bus driver yeah. gets scared off. But yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Takes Rick Moranis to the museum, doesn't he? Mm. Or the art gallery, sorry. Yeah. Why doesn't the hat fall through him? Oh, I suppose he can be... Um... Hard when he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Are you saying you give us some more blowjobs? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Where the fuck did you... I didn't mention anyone's dick. <laughs> We've already been through the theme famous sex scene. We don't need to put Slimer in there. I don't want to get slimed in that way. <laughs> we thought we said oh. he was a slight. He was a, a, you know, a he slime. He slimed me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that it's like uh, Rimmer in his hard light and soft light. Maybe he can kind of do that, the hologram thing. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. He, yeah. he can control his own um, viscosity. Maybe he's like... So he can of... suck people off. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? That's the only reason they keep him around. <laughs> They keep around because he's a beloved kind of pair. No, he's a gob-job gimp. Yeah. <laughs> Slime is a gob-job gimp. I ain't afraid of no gimp. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 Slime. Oh. Man, I feel like you've ruined my should we have the next news story, gents? <laughs> Can we um, call a break after this one? Yeah, let's call a piss break. We'll, um, we'll say ta-ta to the Facebook Live. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you after the break. Yeah. If you have been, thanks for watching or listening. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Our beers are full and bladders are empty. Yeah. Mike's got an alcoholic ginger beer over ice. I have. Possibly. Very classy, I think. Mm. Yeah. I'm clearly winning the beer fucking stakes this week. I'm drinking a co-op cider, and do you know what? That's what I love about this country. You can get so 500 ml times four, two, 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 two liters, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Two liters of five percent proof cider for two pounds fifty. Come on, that's great. I might not be able to afford to eat, but I can afford <laughs> to get fucking drunk. You can't afford to fucking eat in a co-op on two pounds fifty. No, you certainly can't. But. Get off pissed. <laughs> hey! hey! And what's more important, then? Well, food. Wow! Well, Food's safe. good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of and beer. Yeah, I could replace, I could happily just drink and eat crisps. Well, yeah, you could get some co op value crisps. Yeah. You could get a fiver, you could get 
I can get two packs of that and just put yeah, the food exactly. off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See what I mean? Now you're thinking. <laughs> Four cans is good, but eight cans is better. Yeah. <laughs> that's a motto to live your life by. It is. I, I've start, I was, I'll go, oh, maybe six. I'll get the eight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to run out. Um, so, right, shall we uh, crack on with the news? Yeah. Yeah. We got a Brazilian teen dies after shark bites off his penis. Wow, that's quite a precise shark bite. Yeah. Whoa, you'd be so pissed. At, well, you'd be so glad you died, actually. Yeah. Oh no, it was more than that. It was at the moment a Brazilian swimmer was pulled ashore after being fatally mauled by a shark, has been captured on film showing how the 18-year-old man suffered a gaping wound to his midriff. So it wasn't just his penis; it was most of his so, fucking yeah, torso. Yeah, they, they chose to lead with penis, didn't yeah. they? Making a mockery of this young man's death. I would say so as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who is this? This is Jose Ernesto da Silva. Oh, oh no, which uh, website? RT.com. Yeah. Yeah, oh, shame on you. But thanks for the headline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, swimming off uh, Piedade Beach in the city of Rec- Recife on Sunday when he was attacked by the predator. According to local media, the teenager received serious injuries to his waist and genitalia. And had to have his leg amputated, and then he passed away on Monday. Oh. Tragic. It is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's and the people who stood there filming it. Oh, well, that's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah. That's just, you just that's... Uh, people film terrorist attacks up close rather than trying to disarm or run away. Uh, yeah, that's the world we live in. It is. Um, it's the second such attack in, in the area in recent months. Uh, on April 15, the man lost his hand and part of his leg when he was bitten in a waist-high water near Pidali Beach. Investigations into both the attacks are understood to be ongoing. How can you invest? It's a fucking shark! I guess they're hunting for the shark that did it. Oh, no, I was, just, I was thinking like Horatio Kane's rocking up and uh-huh. putting little CSI markers <laughs> in the water. And he's not on my watch. <laughs> Um, Don't they have to kill the shark because it's got a taste for human I, blood or something? Isn't there something like I, that? I seem to call that. They was that just, just, just from Jaws? <laughs> Maybe just from Jaws. I say nuke it. Hmm. Just to be sure. Yeah, I nuke was the sea, just to be well, sure. Well, I wanted to ask you this, actually, boys. Um, rather than Googling it, I wanted to get your opinions. I watched a movie called American Sniper. Right. No, not American Sniper. American Assassin. American Assassin. Is that like a rip-off of American Sniper? Uh, possibly. It's got Michael Keaton in it. It was quite good. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Right now, I'm going to discuss the ending. The film is called American Assassin. It's on Netflix. Skip forward. They drop a nuke into the sea. Yeah. And it sinks down quite far and goes off. Yeah. And then it creates a huge... Well, what, what would really happen if a nuke went off underwater? You'd certainly get a big wave. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. But you get um, this. But no radiation. You get a mushroom cloud going on. Yeah, of water. Of water, which is yeah. kind of cool actually to watch. I watched a lot of them. And there was my, a bit of nuclear my... wind as well in the movie. Yeah, it would take out kind of any ship on the surface, and uh, it would deny the port. That's part of it. See, the guy was an ex-navy guy, and he was racing towards um, a fleet of navy ships and wanted to detonate the nuke there on the surface. But yeah. somebody took it off him and threw it underwater miles away. The big huge waves fucked up the ships quite badly, but a lot less people died than they were saying than if it went off above. I just wanted to know what I thought. Is this a realistic... Because, yeah, that's essentially what happened. There was a giant mushroom cloud of water, a horrific wave, and a bit of a tsunami. What would happen to all the sea life? Oh, that's Hmm. fuck. That's miles away, mate. So we could (laughs) nuke the sharks. 
if yeah. you don't mind a bit of collateral damage with the whales yeah. and the dolphins and every other type but, of fish that's knocking around near the sharks. Would the water then be radioactive? Probably, yeah. 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 It's a big sort of cut your nose off and spike your face. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't well, we should nuke the sharks because trying to... Look at this for a segue. They bit a man's dick off. Segway. <laughs> you see? Yeah. We were talking about the man with the no dick. Cause I of think it's a bit of an extreme reaction. Couldn't you say that Rob Schneider had a boat? Oh. Why yeah. Rob Schneider? Who's that? Not Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob Schneider's a little... Yeah, you're about Roy Schneider. Well, send Rob Schneider out of the office. Then juice bigger than that. Because hopefully you'll get fucking eaten because he's a shit actor. Will he give all the sharks syphilis? Well, it solved one problem. Rob Schneider. Well, that's very true. Okay, maybe not nuke the sharks. Could we not have snipers hanging from helicopters on ropes, scouring the sea? Again? <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> under the water, Gaz. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So they're dangling they over don't the need, water. They don't need to come to the surface, sharks, don't. Only, only to feed, I guess, on mm. humans and birds. And... I need to think yeah. about my plan. You do. You need to refine Well, it. in one of the Jaws films, they fucking electrocute the big cunt. So could we do you something You could like go that? under the sea in an armed submersible. Mm. Ah, there you go, with machine and guns And hunt the it. sharks with radar. That... Now that sounds like or a plan. punch them to death. They don't like that. Do they being no, punched on the punch nose? Punch on the nose. All right then, you get an armored uh, submarine so a with, Pacific, with like or a Pacific Rim style fucking robot suit. Okay, thing going well, on. back to my idea. That could be plan two if my idea doesn't work, which is a submersible with like um, the world heavyweight champ Anthony Joshua taped to the front. <laughs> he would breathe? need a helmet. <laughs> He would need a helmet, but you've just got him taped to the front and he sees With his shot. arms free, yeah, obviously. Yeah, with his arms free. Puff! Right on the nose. Power out the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the pressure down below punching water, you're, gonna get, you're not going to get much of a... Okay, we'll go with the giant robot. Stone. Giant robot suit then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, Batman punched Harley Quinn underwater in that, uh, in that Suicide Squad movie. He managed to knock her out. It's Batman, though. I suppose so. Batman. Water's no resistance yeah. to Batman. Uh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah. Well, this they've obviously got a shark problem here. I'd say they have, unless it's the same shark. Um, the silver was earlier said to be in a serious condition, according to Globo TV, which reported that the 18-year-old suffered a series of heart attacks and lost part of his genitalia. To I be would, fair, so I would would I. Die, yeah. 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 If I looked down and saw a bit of my midriff gone, half my cock gone, one bullet left hanging on by a thread. Heart attack is probably imminent. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'd reach for the for the like marine like army man who's there and reach for his gun. What are you doing, son? Yeah. <laughs> just shoot I'll, myself. I was just gonna repeatedly tap the morphine button until <laughs> I would see you. Nah, I ain't living with my with a bit of a cock left. Either take the whole thing, don't leave me with yeah. a bit of it just to fucking. <laughs> what if I give you a just be like, piss take? Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Finish me. What if they gave you a fancy prosthetic? I want a prosthetic cock. Robocock? <laughs> <laughs> That's an entirely different movie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh well, poor lad. But all I'll say is, if he wasn't in the water, it wouldn't have happened because I'm not a fan of the sea. I don't like or sharks. As you may have tell. Maybe because of sharks. Tell. Yeah, me too. That's why I think they should be nuked, possibly. Um, so yeah, don't go in the sea. Nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, sorry, boys. Yeah, I'll pass it on. Spliff politics, listener. Yeah. 
Um, so next one from the mirror.co.uk. Another C related one. C we had a bird related <laughs> last time, never C related. Uh, woman impregnated by squid after she ate raw seafood with organs still attached. And we all know, as per previous episodes, that squids are aliens. Yep. Oh, was that octopuses? Octopuses, but oh. squids will be on their side too. They're in the family. Yeah. yeah, they're on their side as well. Wow, so eating raw squid can impregnate you. Yeah. Again, don't eat raw squid. Simple as, isn't it? Um, yeah. A woman's tongue was... I've eaten cooked squid and it wasn't nice, so I can't imagine uh, raw squid being anywhere. Yeah, I ate little ones. Um, the 63-year-old's mouth was inseminated by sperm after she ate the undercooked seafood without removing its internal organs, researchers say. When doctors examined the woman, they discovered 12 small, white, spindle-shaped, bug-like sperm oh bags embedded God. in her teeth and gums. Oh, my God. I didn't kiss her. <laughs> oh, my God. One of them pops. Oh. <laughs> and you know squid spunk is probably green or something. Why oh, luminescent? It's white. Ow. It's white, it says right there, when uh, they were white. Mm, there's uh, nothing nice about this. The um, the foreign bodies are identified as squid uh, sperm spermatophores, spermatophores, sperm containing capsules belonging to the Japanese flying squid. Well, I hope they do literally fly a little bit, like they jump at the water and do shit. That'd I don't awesome. think it matters what kind of squid it is. It fucking impregnated her mouth. So what's <laughs> going to happen? She's going to start birthing squids out of her mouth because that's not going to look nice, is it? <laughs> what's the matter, mummy? <laughs> Tentacles just fucking pouring out of her mouth like some horrific anime. If nothing else, you get a career in hentai. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. I don't think they're fertilised. It's just a sperm, isn't it? Well, okay. Right. She'd have no no eggs. That's why you're the science officer. <laughs> but if uh, she ate a female squid, right? Maybe it might fertilise the egg in a mouth. But she is a female, so the sperm. What if it created a hybrid? Well, it's can't, we can't it create a human. Well, she might have swallowed yeah. some. Yeah, we can't create a human Z. We're going to get a, a humanopus. Has anyone <laughs> tried a squid anzi? <laughs> She's obviously trying. I, well, I was going to say, I think she qualifies. She's got spunk stuck to her gums. Squid spunk. <laughs> Uh, what's it say? What's it go down? So what's it say? Is it anything more? Because I'm, I'm no, interested. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, it means that the um, the sperm bags remained alive and well. It's so they were looking for a soft place to embed when they settled in their tongue and gums. Uh, so will they birth? No. Um, I don't think they will. No, they've no, probably been removed. Mike did just um, explain that. To be fair. Researchers for the study wrote, are you ready for this? Okay. As soon as she put a piece into her mouth, she felt like many bugs were biting her oral mucosa. Oh, my oral mucosa. (laughs) (laughs) She experienced severe sharp pain and spat out the entire portion without swallowing. Despite that, she could feel many small, squirming, white, bug-like organisms penetrating her oral mucosa. Ah, they're penetrating my oral mucosa! <laughs> Why is your oral mucosa? I've no idea! <laughs> your gums, I think. Yeah, your mouth, I it's think. It's just fancy. Yeah. Well, imagine that's not nice, is it? You're biting and you can literally feel squirming, live things biting oh, the inside oh. of your fucking mouth. Yeah. I just asked for a bottle of whiskey immediately and, like, put... Fill my mouth with it and try and light it somehow. <laughs> and just spit them out in fireballs. Or you end up setting your head on fire with <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> That's an issue. Uh, you know, I would like to be... Don't ask me what I was thinking of the, about this, but I'd like to be a hipster serial killer, right? And my method would be... I pose as like a... Uh, you know how you see people on the street offering a free sample of a new product? It's a new yeah. beard spray. Okay. Oh, 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 Mr. Hipster, sir, you have a wonderful beard you have there. Um, would you have some? 
and a little sample of our new wonderful beard oil spray. It's the most luxurious. You spray a little bit on, just light the fucker on fire. <laughs> and leg it and leave him there with his Edwardian facial hair burning and his fucking eyebrows <laughs> dripping into his own mouth. I haven't got a thing against hipsters. It's just I don't like their beards. Is it because you can't grow Mike's a full Edwardian beard? No, everyone always says that. When I hate beards, everyone goes, only good you can't grow one. I've never attempted to because I'm not a cunt. I have. I, I drag a bit of metal over my face every few days and that is an effort. Growing a beard is the opposite of an effort. Anyway. I've look, gone for the wild mountain man Mike's look. got That's a normal <laughs> beard though. That doesn't bother me. That's what kind of beard my dad's always had. But it's the shaped, sculpted, you know. I've always wanted like a big bushy Edwardian explorer's beard with the, the handlebar moustache mm. thing going on. I'm not a fan of the sculpted beard and I, I'm just saying I've thought of an elaborate way to, to kill them. Yeah, but you're going to get caught very quickly doing that no. in a crowded town centre. No, because just like in the aforementioned Mission Impossible films, I'll have a peel-away face that oh, can just take off. Right, there we go. Well, it's a fantasy, Ben. So yeah, I suppose so, yeah. I mean, I'm going to win in my own fantasy. I'm not going to get caught. Depends how psychologically messed up you are. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I'm not like Rimmer. It's not my own mind turning against me. <laughs> I don't get caught in my own fantasy. You don't get gunned down by the police or running away in no, your own fantasies. No, I don't fantasize about getting caught and arrested. <laughs> <laughs> knocked away or beaten to death by a group of angry hipsters in burnt faces <laughs> hitting me with their canes <laughs> choking me with their cloaks <laughs> yeah, so. if any hipsters listen thank you for listening but have a shade Anyway. Oh man, let him grow the beard. Yeah. Why not? In the land of the beards, the shaven man is king. You're clean shaven today. I'm not actually, but. Anyway, yeah. I, did, I shaved my head as well. I tend to do it all in one go once you, a month. You stand out now because. Anyway, I'm, I'm tangenting massively. What were we talking about? Oh yes, the woman with squid spunk in her yeah. mouth. Well, I think we're pretty much done on that. Yeah, should we move on? Yeah. No, there's one more line to read. Sorry, boys, can we go right back to the bottom? Uh. Consumption of a squid with sperm bags and an active ejaculatory apparatus can lead to unintended ejection of the sperm bag and injury to the oral mucosa. Wow. There we go. So, yeah, don't... Don't eat squid. Don't, no. Yeah, don't eat squid, especially not ones that still have full testicles. Why would you going to check? You have to wank it off beforehand. I'd like to think <laughs> the chef would deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. what's the next one? Yeah, uh, I'll roll now, dude. Um, Daily Telegraph. Australian Daily Telegraph? Yeah. Uh, Ted Richards, Englishman, cuts off ears to look like a parrot. <laughs> a man who has had his face and eyeballs tattooed to look oh. like his pet parrot has gone a step further by cutting off his ears. Oh. Englishman Ted Richards, 56, is obsessed. 56. Is obsessed by pet parrots Ellie, Tika, Timney, Jake, and Bubby, and. <laughs> has his face tattooed with colourful feathers. But the animal nut, who has 110 tattoos, 50 piercings and a split tongue, and I'm just going to say, attention seeker much, <laughs> has taken this obsession one step further and had both his ears removed and is planning to find a surgeon prepared to turn his nose into a beak. <laughs> yeah. A surgeon prepared or a surgeon with the fucking skills to do so? Is that, a, I mean... Dr you... Nick. Can you turn your nose into a beak? He's got to find Dr. Nick. <laughs> Basically. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I can do the parrot. Ted, a retired shoe factory worker, got his first tattoo in 1976 and has since built up a collection of body modifications covering almost his entire body. 
including a peace sign branded onto his left shoulder with a 750 degrees centigrade hot iron and he's got two magnets implanted <laughs> in his hands. Maybe he thinks he's fucking Magneto. He'll never drop his cup, will he? <laughs> it's a metal cup, obviously. Well, he'd have some pewter tank, wouldn't he? He's English after all. You know why he has magnets in his hands? Because he probably has... Are you aware of the... Um, I'm not sure what it's called, but there's a, a, a procedure where you put ball bearings under the skin of the penis. So they're sort of in between the skin and the, the meat of the penis. And right, so as, it's that rimmed so, effect. So, yes, so as you become erect, they're sort of moving, they can then move up and down your shaft. I'm sorry, gentlemen, <laughs> I have to look you in the eyes and say the word shaft. <laughs> so and then imagine if he's got magnets in his hands and the ball bearings in his cock. Because uh. this guy does sound like the type. Do you know what I mean? I'm not being judgy here. Where'd you get with, what'd you get off of the ball bearing thing then? Some people, you know, you're just, getting... Just like that or...? Yeah. I met a man who'd had it done. Right. I had to take his word for it. He did offer to show. London Nick, bless him, somebody I knew from the festivals who had a store, and he offered to show, and he was a very big Polynesian gentleman. I've got balls and, uh, in my cup. I was like, well, I don't want to. He explained it to me. He was like, oh, it's, you know, not a common procedure, but it is awesome. And I was like, it's not for me. So yeah, um, that's a thing. Oh, right. okay. You meet all sorts at the festivals. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, yeah. Anyway, uh, this guy, he lives at home in Bristol with his four parrots, as well as a South, South American green iguana, Iggy, and a pit bull terrier called Candy. Wouldn't the iguana want, want to eat the parrots? Apparently not. And right in this scenario... And he scours the internet looking for new procedures and says his facial transformation is a tribute to his babies. Ellie, a green wing macaw, and Tika, a harlequin macaw. Should we scroll down a little bit? It's also a tribute to his own tortured and fractured psychology. I was going to say his psychosis, yeah. yeah. You want to see a picture? No, not really, but here we go. What an utter prick. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, they don't even make good tattoos. Google him, gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listening. He's got horns sticking out of his forehead. What's with the horns? Um, Why's oh, he got a starfish on the side of his head as well? Big lumps. Can someone explain to him that all the surgery in the fucking world, a parrot will... It, you can't be a parrot! <laughs> yeah, he self-identifies a parrot, Gaz. Oh, oh fuck him. <laughs> Sorry, listener, that was a, a, mic, a mic hit. Um... Sorry, you didn't Mike hit the mic. Mike hit the mic. Uh, but yeah, he said, what, what did you just call him then, then? Sorry. Well, he might have always identified as a parrot, and I said, well, fuck him. Yeah. No. He wants to cut his ears off like a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not allowed to identify as a transformer, fuck is this guy allowed to identify as a fucking parrot? I mean, the thing is, I want to point out from the picture, he's got quite a big fucking nose as it is. It's quite parroty, beefy. Yeah. I mean, all right, that fucking massive ring through it's probably... It's, it's what would be described as a Roman nose, isn't it, that shape? I would say so. Which is a little bit beaky. But so like, he wants it as a proper beak. I'm going to guess this man's very lonely and single. Me too. I'm going to guess that he's, he's utterly deranged. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, he must I have money as well. Where's he? He's loaded, he must be. <laughs> Do you want to hear what he said? Yeah. Um, actually, I'll show you a bit first. Oh, he's got a girlfriend? He has. A 31-year-old? Fucking hell. He's 56. He's doing better than us, the parrot-faced freak. Gaz, tomorrow I'm going to go out and get me his chopped off. (laughs) (laughs) And have your face and eyeballs tattooed to resemble chest to the cat. Yeah, there we go. 
You could have whiskers put in. I'm a flocking at my door. <laughs> He's oh, crazy cat women who want to pet you. <laughs> He's literally got a younger girlfriend than me. 20 years younger than him. And I'm a lot younger than him. Oh, well. Never mind. And he wants to be a fucking parrot! Yeah, but to be fair, my girlfriend's amazing. We haven't seen a picture of Susanna there. He's a right here. joker, though. I went to the supermarket the other day, and when I went in, I said, Blimey, it's so windy out there, it blew my ears off. And everyone had a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like doubt him. that when they made me, they broke the mould, Richard said. No, you've oh, got underlying mental illness, people who say things like, it's like... Was it an old Harry Enfield sketch, that bloke's like, I'm mad, me! Ooh, do you know what I mean? Well, ooh, I'm mad they yeah. broke the mould with me. Ooh, ooh a little bit worse, a bit worse, yeah. a bit off the wall. Ooh, yeah. ooh I'm mad, mate. No, you, no, you're not. You're attention-seeking fuck. I mean, and I'm a big attention-seeker, hence, you know, always on the internet seeking attention. But I'm not getting plastic surgery. You haven't cut your ears off yet? Look at me! I don't like people actually looking at me in real life. I'm not a fan of that. But, oh, God. I, I don't like him. Well, Mark perceived... Pacifico, a consultant plastic surgeon and member of the British Association of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons, slammed the surgery. He so said, he I am absolutely horrified to learn that someone has voluntarily put themselves forward for this to be done and possibly more, and so that he found, actually found somebody to carry it out. The sad truth of life is that if you want something badly enough, you will eventually find someone willing to do it. I would like to think whoever did this is not medically qualified because that will call into judgment their ethics and morals. Back alley fucking ear fucking surgery, man. What the fuck? I think he's did it himself. Well, you know the the, the first Tim Burton Batman movie? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. That the Joker goes to. I did the best with the tools I had. Yeah, he's got like a fucking hacksaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what have you done with the hacksaw? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, mirror. Wait till yeah, they get mirror. a load of me. Yeah, wait till they get a load of me. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> you get the feeling Jack Nicholson didn't have to act hard for that role, did you? Oh, he was awesome. And My an favourite e- Joker. And an evil oh, genius yeah. because he signed into his contract. He was one of the first people to do something like this. You'd uh, get paid less up front, but he wanted a percentage of the actual box office. Uh, and that movie went on to become so unbelievably popular for yeah. a couple of years that he ended up earning lots more money than he would have done just doing just from taking a big chunk yeah so good on him and you know Jack. what Keaton's actually up there in my Keaton. top three of Batmans I love Keaton he's yeah. in the um, that movie I mentioned earlier American Assassins uh, he's awesome and I enjoyed him in Spider-Man Homecoming as a baddie yeah he was ace he's good in that I like this idea sorry listener little brief tangent have you ever read the Batman book uh, The Dark Knight Returns um, the famous the one where he gets his back broke. No, no, that's uh, with Bane. Um, this oh, is the one. That's written... Nightfall, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that. Nightfall. That's it. Uh, this is. Um, I can't think of the guy's fucking name now. Oh man, losing geek points massively. Anyway, one of the most famous Batman stories. When Batman's retired, and he comes out of retirement, and Superman's sent by the government. To oh stop yes, him. yes, I know. I know the storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, what yeah. Batman v Superman's loosely he, based. He gets on. the the Bat Iron Man suit. Yeah, on Fight goes toe to toe. Ends Superman. up going underground and starting his own army. Yeah, pretty much to take on the government because they're crooked, or something like that. At the end, anyway, it's awesome. Stars an old Batman. That's mm. the key. Batman's old. I've heard an idea touted around. Why the fuck not just recast Michael Keaton now, mm. as and do this story yeah. as a movie? Put old fucking Batman because Michael Keaton was ace. Mm. He was. He was good. Yeah. He was. The thing is, with Keaton, he's one of the few that was. 
that well he's the only one that was the, mm. the geeky nerdy Bruce Wayne who yeah. no one would ever think is think Batman was a badass Batman yeah. I mean like Ben Affleck I, I, I did enjoy I like Ben Affleck um, didn't I like think I was going to um, I like Bale, but I just don't like the third movie. Or the first one, really. I'm not a fan of either, but the second one I fucking adore. So. Yeah. Oh, I love the first one. first yeah. one is good, but I like for the, the second The second one is King of that trilogy. Mm. Mm, I prefer the first, to be honest, but that's just me. Really? Yeah. Heath Ledger does kind of make the second. It's not so much about Batman, I is it? So you're I'm not saying the second one isn't good. Mm. You're waiting for Joker in the second one, aren't you? You're waiting. Every yeah. time that he's mm. not on screen, you're waiting for him to come back. I don't, don't like the way the first one shot. We're repeating ourselves though because we've definitely talked about this before. Yeah. So shall we get back into yeah. um, the well, weird news? Yeah, well, when he was a kid, he was always tormented about his ears because they were big. So uh, he, that's he where it's come from, then, isn't it? Them up. Yeah. Oh, we're on about Parrot Man now, yeah. not Batman. Last year. <laughs> you know, he's got big ears too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last year I uncovered them, but I was still not happy, so now I've had them off. Nobody can wind me up. Ted, 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 they can, mate. Hang on. You've got horns. They're going to wind you up more from not having ears and, than having big ears. And horns and oh. your face tattooed like a parrot. But on a, on a bright note, on a, on a bright note, he has given his ears to an anonymous person who he knew would appreciate. Oh, no, hang on. Now he's going to preserve them in resin and put them on display somewhere. I thought it was like a fucking donor. Oh, no. I thought he was going to give his ears to someone who needed ears, but no, he's just giving this someone to make it into a piece of art. What a cunt. So what do we think of old Ted? And he's a cunt. I think he's he's got problems that we can't help him with, Mike. Yeah. I don't think we're qualified. No, no, we can. We can shut him in a room, go in for an hour a day each and scream yeah. at him, you're not a fucking parrot. He wouldn't be able to hear a fucking word you said. He's <laughs> here. I know. Yeah. Can't we just leave him in a room with a loaded handgun and say, you know what to do? No, hang on. We'll just, we'll just, record, we'll just record ourselves on a loop. Mm-hmm. And we'll blast him with the with the phrase "You're not a fucking parrot." Twenty four hours a day, seven right. days a week, until he finally fucking cracks and realizes he's not a parrot. Okay, but in the sounding a bit fascist to me. That no, is better. no, that's fine. In the rainforest, <laughs> in the rainforest, I'm not beating him or anything. I'm just reprogramming. He's psychologically. It's no different than the fucking torture they use for the the, the, the terrorism. I mean, they used to blast Barney the dinosaur at people. They did. And Enter Sandman by Metallica. I love that, though. Is we're we're going to break you. We're going to blast Enter Sandman at you for 24 hours. <laughs> I'm going to fucking bring you down. <laughs> Is there an animal that eats a parrot in the wild? There's uh, got to be something. Jaguars. We set. We get Jaguar Man. There's a Jaguar Man, isn't there? We just—he wants to be a parrot so bad. We lock him in a room with a couple of Jaguars and say, (laughs) "See how you get on. This is a real experience now." And then he'll start saying to, "But I'm a man. I'm a man. It's too late, Parrot Boy. Too late." No, there is a bloke genuinely up in Scotland who prowls around the Highlands, thinking he's he's either a Jaguar or a cheetah. He's had skin tattooed. He's had fucking whiskers put in. He's had his nose done to look like a cat's. The whole... We put them two in a room. Uh, fight it out. Fight it out. Could be fight of the century. We Could should be. sell tickets. I think we should. It could be the undercard to Conor McGregor and and, and Mayweather Mr. Two. Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually Conor McGregor Mr. Blobby. That'd be entertaining. I'd watch him fight anyone. So the next one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's another tattoo one. There's a lot of penises being removed this episode should as well. I, should I take this one? Yeah, you go for this one, yeah. This is from themirror.co.uk. A tattoo addict has genitals removed because they interfere with his aesthetic enjoyment. <laughs> He's a eunuch. <laughs> he is now. See, I read this earlier, and when we get to the point, I'll make my point. So, go, 
I'll make my, right. my thing my statement when we get to the bit. A man who has had 90% of his body covered in black ink decided to have his genitals removed after they interfered with the aesthetic enjoyment of his blackened physique. Adam Curly Kale. <laughs> it's not very Russian, <laughs> it isn't, is it? <laughs> he sounds like he's from Devon. <laughs> What's your name, mate? <laughs> Curly Kale. Adam Curly Kale. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Kurdikale, 32, from Kaliningrad in Russia, decided to begin to tattoo his body after he was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, it's taken a turn for the, for the less <laughs> Don't worry, comedic. don't worry, no, it picks okay. up. Adam, who even has his eyeballs tattooed, also has albinism and felt depressed by his... Al al how do you reckon albinism? Albinism. He's an albino. And felt depressed by his albino skin. After getting it, after getting to a whopping ninety percent tattoo coverage, he felt that his penis ruined his look, so he paid to undergo the extreme surgery. Right now, this is where I want to come in. Okay, you have your penis removed because it's obviously very white, and your whole body is black. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you've also had your eyeballs tattooed black. Now I'd imagine that that's very painful. I would imagine so. Having a tattoo is reasonably painful, especially the aftermath of it is, is you know, it's quite irritating. You can imagine the scab on your eye. Yeah, right, exactly. Whoa. So if he's that concerned, mm -hmm. just get your dick tattooed. You had your eyeballs done. Yeah. The pain can't be much worse. Maybe. Can it? And I've... if it is, get put out for it. Now, we need some professional advice on this, if anyone listening. I mean, we could just Google it, I suppose, but where's the fun in that? I can ask for a friend, he's a tattoo. I imagine the penis is difficult to tattoo. Yeah, but they, they could just put him out for it and... Yeah, but the, the, but then that skin, so even if you tattooed it when flaccid, when it gets erect, it's all gonna stretch and change, isn't it? It'd You'd have, have to tattoo it erect. It'd so be just a, a lighter shade of dark, I imagine, would it? You'd have to tattoo so it erect. Have to, have to, he'd have to sit with a... I don't know, the guy's well, dying. Give the man Viagra, put him he's out. He's not dying, he recovers. Tattoo his erect penis. He cut his cut... Oh, is that a spoiler? Is the layer on the other, he, he hasn't got he recovered from cancer, but he's carried on with doing it anyway because he likes being black. Because he's an albino. He's, he's in the same fucking category as the fucking. Because he's, um, he's an albino. I've, got, I've never seen an albino, you know. I have. All white and red eyes. There was one on my. Yeah, well, yeah. pinkish. He was in Telford, so he was on my Hadley, Hadley Colts football club when I was about 10 or 11. Or maybe I'm just remembering him as being super pale, but he looked like an albino. He was paler than... Did he have red eyes? Abnormally pale. No, his, his eyes went red. <laughs> they have pink uh, eyes. They do. Yeah, but no, his were. Yeah. No. No, he's just probably a pale guy then. Yeah, but he's pale like, Englishman. Was he ginger? But he had that <laughs> white like, white hair as well, though. I mean, oh, I don't all right. think he had pink eyes. He could have just been... That could have just been his makeup. Very light hair, very... Not makeup that you put on his genetic makeup. <laughs> uh, anyway, um... This guy, should we should Probably we find a Scotsman. Either. <laughs> Either. <laughs> I no remember ginger him, then, Mike. You can't trust your own memory. Oh, I, yeah, oh, Swede, then. People think I'm exaggerating sometimes when I say how bad my memory is, but I, I was driving myself bananas this weekend. I was having a joint, and I don't know why she popped into my head, but do you remember me telling you a story? I've told it on the pod, I think, about the first person who gave me a David Icke book had yeah. a really hot girlfriend. Yeah, 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 His life had just... And she was a bit frustrated with... She... I sat by her for an entire year of A-level English lit, 
we were friends, we sat next to each other, we hung out at lunchtime. I was a bit in love with her, but I knew she had a boyfriend, so I didn't, it wasn't one of them where I let it annoy me. I just, uh, she obviously introduced me to her boyfriend, I went to her house, he gave me the book. Can I remember her fucking name? Oh, can I fuckers like? And I'm only 35, this would have been when I was 17. And I drove myself nuts. I can't think of her second name, her first name. I can picture her, but that's not healthy, is it? Dude, a I'm, year I'm of my life, or an academic year, sat next to her every day, <laughs> and I can't think of the fucking name. I'm the same. I, can, I sat there for two years in the same English language class, <laughs> next to this guy. I got on with him really well, his mate, he was going to join the RAF. I remember yeah. that about him. I have a vague memory of what he looks like. Yeah. Can't remember his name. Couldn't it, tell you. It's nothing to do with the, our lifestyle choices, is it? I can't remember. I can only remember the people I went to college with were the, A, the ones who hung around the smoking pit, and I can't remember that many of them, mm. or B, the ones that used to got the iron horse in the station. On, uh, you know, that is it. I just forgot. I, I think can't remember so anybody else. I think it's the globalists that are taking the memories out of our heads. Is it the demonic um, reptilians? Uh, reptilian signals that are coming through the television? <laughs> That's oh, the one. Could be. Or is it the, uh, the well, it could getting be the stoned and drunk every day for the last 20 oh, years? It could Quite be, literally. It could be the Wi-Fi radiation <laughs> slowly turning our brains into fucking Swiss cheese while we all stand around going, oh man, this fucking Wi-Fi is great, isn't it? Because <laughs> I'm genuinely convinced now, I've started to convince myself that Wi-Fi is bad for us. Um, nah, because I, I watch don't a lot think, of funny videos. I don't think it's good for us, let's put it that way. It's got to be some sort of... I mean, it's a physical thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, yeah. It, it's a, is it a radio wave, is it? Or? Yeah, a radio wave. Could be radiation of some sort. Is it good that that's... Everywhere we go, that's being blasted to ourselves. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, a hundred years ago, the space was empty between us. I mean... Now it's full yeah, of... of course. Yeah. But look... The government wouldn't allow us to buy something that's bad. For <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ben's rolling a cigarette over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They wouldn't sell that. I think we'd give you cancer or kill you. These are health sticks, guys, not cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> they make me healthier. Oh, man. Oh, man. Was but back it... in the day that you had a chest infection, you went to the doctors, he'd give you 40 fags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is quite sweet, but also uh, made me feel like a scumbag. The littlest child shouted, they were both upstairs. And they should have been in separate rooms. The little one was in our room trying to get her to sleep because she goes to sleep earlier. The older one was in, should have been in her room. Anyway, I hear the little one shouting, Guys, she's took your cigarettes. And I was like, What the fuck? Like a mental freak out. Like, shit, she's sick. She should be like, I was like, oh, I've got to put stuff to this. So I was all cross and like, You never touch my cigarettes. She took them and thrown them like behind the wardrobe. And she had a Spider Man mask in her hand. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm trying to save you from the cigarettes. I'm like, oh my God, man. I felt like <laughs> this big, man. I felt tiny. She was just like, I don't want you smoking. And I'm just like, oh man. Like, you feel like such a dick trying to justify it to a six-year-old. I've told you what to do. Hold well, on to it. <laughs> and when she's got a fag in her hand, and you can't it. She never will. Right? But yeah, bless Most, 90% of teenagers will at least fucking try one. I'll guarantee you that. No, she won't. All right. All right. <laughs> tell her sweets are bad for it. If she gives up sweets, you'll give up tobacco. Yeah, blackmailer. That'll work. <laughs> no chocolate, no sweets. See, sweets no make, fizzy you know, make you diabetic and have to chop your foot off. I have yeah. mentioned And this. you'll go blind. I have literally yeah. told her too much sugar and you'll lose a foot. 
Yeah, it's just one of them. I did tell them I'll try one day. But anyway, moving on. It was quite a sweet story, to be mm. fair. She, uh, what was her Spider-Man mask? Because uh, she was being a hero. Did she have the... Oh, oh. she was holding it? Yeah. She, well, she was holding it, but like, I was like, what's doing? She was like, well, I was being a hero and saving you from the cigarettes. Is it with the cigarettes, yeah. my friend? Well, <laughs> and she'd like thrown them behind, so I had to like struggle to get them. And I was like, oh. Anyway, I'm yeah. just going back to smoking. I'll blow it in her face next time. She'll fuck with me again. Why <laughs> <laughs> we come over here just to bags and start stealing yours? <laughs> so we carry on with his Russian albino. Yeah, and he chopped his genitals off. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, um, he, had, he actually didn't just have his genitals removed. He um, had his nipples done as well. His penis, nipples and testicles removed. And he shared pictures with fans. Fans. <laughs> I guarantee you he's got fans, you know that. He became famous. I mean, he's got a load of groupies now, and he's thinking, oh, for fuck's yeah, sake. No, 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 no. Show me cock off. If only I had a dick. <laughs> Do you want to see a picture of him? Not really, but I'm sure we're going to. Oh, good. I think, he went, to, I think he went to Mexico to have it done. Oh, they will let you do anything in Mexico, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like his white moustache and eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. You know what? He looks like Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I should point out, uh, listeners of uh, a Foreign Persuasion, that uh, Uncle Ben is a, um, a black man who appears on packets of rice in this country. Uncle Ben's rice and stir-fry and things like that. He's a... Caribbean gentleman. He's a kindly old black gentleman yeah, with a, with a, with a white, white beard. He looks like the black Monopoly man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Um, you can find this article on the mirror. But it's, uh, the thing is, that's my point though, right? You've had your eyeballs tattooed, which apparently isn't very good for you. No. Apparently you go blind. Uh, uh, right? can't be good. That's the least of his concern. Right? So why, why... Not just have your pee pumping full of Viagra, put him out and tattoo his dick. Oh, man. I mean... It don't matter if you're black or white. He's had his nipples off. He's had his nipples off. Don't cut your cock off. Unless it's white. He really does look like he looks like an Edwardian boxer or something. like. I don't know, man. Jack Johnson. <laughs> he looks like an evil Uncle Fester. Oh man, but he looks legitimately like a black man. He doesn't look like he's been tattooed. Honestly, he looks like yeah. Well, he's like a good genuine tattooist. man of, of black complexion. Yeah. It's quite freaky. Oh lord. <laughs> no, not black people aren't freaky. It's just freaking at the oh, 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 I'm digging a hole. I'm digging a hole. Somebody say something. <laughs> abort! Abort! <laughs> abort the strain of thought. Derail it. <laughs> I mean, it's just sad, isn't it? That he can't be happy in his own skin. Yeah. Yeah. True. I'd be quite happy if I wasn't that bad. I'd be fucking sweet. Uh, I don't know. I'm happy in my skin. I'll, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd have a robot body if I could. But what I'm, kind of robot body? Like one that looks human or transformer body? A transformer type one. You know, I would forego the idea of ever finding love again to be able to just crush my enemies beneath me. Well, he's found love. He's got a girlfriend. Of course he has. Of course he has. But you, he's got no penis now. Yeah, so what's the point? So she's not really a girlfriend, is she? She's your friend. Uh, I she don't know. I still have a button. <laughs> <laughs> and also, oh, I love the rim job. <laughs> what colour is pubes? Well, they'd be white. <laughs> well, if it shaves them off, that's easy enough, isn't it? <laughs> 
Unless he's had like electrolysis treatment, he doesn't make any yeah. hair. Or the cancer probably took care of it. Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, the treatment to the cancer. And so there's a picture that's showing his wound. He looks like a black skull. Mario now. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia, where's my cock? He does have a very Italian moustache. <laughs> Just scroll up a second, he's showing his wound. Oh no. A bit more. Oh, I don't want to see his wound. Yeah, it's not a very good picture, to be fair. Oh, well, thank God. I don't know why he wanted to see it. Because I thought he might look like a Ken doll. Uh, oh, it, yeah, so another... I, like I said, I think he's in the same category as the previous story, the Parrot Man. Bit of psychological damage. Like, well, might, I might have just said it more eloquently. He's not comfortable in his own skin. Uh, which is ironic, really, very because sad. he's tattooed it. Yeah, it is sad. So I know... He's, get, he's getting that from the outside. Yeah. He's been teased for an albino, I guess. Well, he's in Russia, I'm sure, you know, they don't like gays and albinos. Yeah, but everyone's quite pale in Russia. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they don't have much sun, do they? Wouldn't it be well, ironic if, the dark if, 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 he gets, anyway. if he gets beaten up in a racially motivated attack? In <laughs> <laughs> I'm not black, really! <laughs> the tattoos! I might, like, the white moustache and eyebrows kind of do give it away a little bit. <laughs> I, I think I was born yesterday. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. What? Black Russian? Bless him. I was thinking of the naked gun with his um. He was like, "Give me the strongest thing you got," and his bloke comes over. His muscle bloke comes over. He's like, "I was my black Russian," and, and the way waiting just sort of looks at the camera, breaks the fourth wall, and he just goes, and shakes his head. Look long and hard. <laughs> Is it an ironically named drink, do you think? Maybe. I've never had one. Me either. I don't even know what's in one. No. No. Should, should we move on from this? Yeah, can this we call a piss break gentleman? as well, please? Yeah, let's do it. And we are back. So, we'll do a couple more. Then we'll do some fucked up facts. Yeah. And for Never Go, for Alex. So, this time from Indy 100, The Independent... Uh, people are actually donating to a crowdfunding campaign to help Kylie Jenner become a billionaire. Oh. This made me lose my faith in humanity oh, just, just a, a bit. Little little bit. bit. Someone who supports philanthropy and that sort of thing, you must find this disgusting this is, to your core. Of course, mate. It's, it's sickening. There's people what? starving in the world yeah. and they're giving their money to some bloated celebrity and I was going to say bitch, but... And she's, no, not even offering, she's not even offering to do it. What's she going to do with it when she's got it? She's going to blow on shoes, isn't she? It's, well, she's a fucking... She's one of the... the keeping, she's from Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah she's going to blow it on clothes and handbags yeah. and shoes. That's not being a nasty to women. That's just it's the just, world they live in. Does. It's just pure narcissism yeah, of the worst kind. Or she might have some cosmetic surgery done. You know, I just don't know. To think that you ask people for money like that... When you're a millionaire, well, anyway, she hasn't it's... asked for it. This, they claim she's as a for, the Forbes announced this landmark this week when they said that she was a, the youngest billionaire in the world. It turns out she wasn't. She only had a net worth of only had a net worth of nine hundred million dollars. She's a cosmetics brand. It's her cosmetics brand. I don't know how much impact input she actually has with it. Probably not much. She just put a name on it, yeah. but she's now worth nine hundred million because of it. 
So the media in general product are very different things, and there's no way that anyone could be easily swayed by something they've seen online or willing to give score down, please, mate. They're willing to give a Kardashian money for nothing. Yep. Unbelievably, a GoFundMe campaign has been launched to help Jenna earn the extra $100 million that she needs to become a billionaire. Anyone want to give me a fucking opinion on that? It's sickening is what it is. I've already said it. it what is happening to our society? This kind of shit goes on, to be honest. Yeah. A statement on the campaign page reads, if you want to scroll down a little bit more, please... Kylie Jenner was on the Forbes magazine today for having a net worth of $900 million, which is heartbreaking. I don't want to live in a world where Kylie Jenner doesn't have a billion dollars. We must raise $100 million to get her get to a billion. Please spread the word. This is extremely important. I kind of hope this is a piss take. But at the same time, it just wouldn't fucking surprise me if it wasn't. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, just say there, mm, something about this tells us that it's a joke. People are donating money anyway. They've actually the... ninety people have donated two thousand and forty six dollars oh, in two days. And I bet it's people with fucking nothing. Yeah, uh, probably. So why doesn't she come out and put a stop to it and say, "Listen, I because I'm giving her money for it, nothing." Well, if she had any a shred of human decency, you'd think she hasn't. She, but wouldn't she come out and say? Look, I appreciate it, fans, you know, this is very cute, but there are better things you could be... I don't need the money. There are better things you could be donating it to. Here's a few links. Well, (laughs) someone on Twitter, uh, Mitchell Slag... Slab? I don't know. Slag, I guess. Yeah, Slag. I don't like over-exaggerations on Twitter, but if you give money to a GoFundMe to make $900 million Kylie Jenner billionaire... You shouldn't get to vote, drive a car, hold a job, raise children, or be in any chipping in charge of any major life change decisions moving forward. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I fully concur. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's everything that's wrong with the world. Yeah. Summed up in one little news story. I fully agree. Moving on. Yeah. So, uh, oh my God, guys, you'll love this. You can read this one. It's from The Sun. Okay. It's about my my beau. Bo? Bo. I don't know. See, I'm not down with the kids. I was down with the call. <laughs> it's Mo. What, call when in 1820? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point, yeah. Okay. Our good friend. Friend of the show. Friend mm-hmm. of humanity. No. Sophia the sexy robot. She's not a friend of humanity. She is a all friend the show. of humanity. All the show. She's a she of wants mine. to enslave us all. Robo hand jobs. Pneumatic hand jobs. And she's got a very pretty face. Anyway. She's got half a head! You're looking at it in the wrong. Do you know what you're doing? Imagine if you had a lovely, clean, white, fresh piece of A4 paper. Not a mark on it. Right. Well, no. There's one little tiny black mark in the top corner. You're focusing on that little tiny pen stroke in the top corner and saying, this piece of paper's ruined because of that. You're not seeing yes, all yes. the goodness that's still left on the paper. Yes, the back of her head <laughs> looks like Robocop after, yes. a, after a severe drinking session, right? Or something like that. But her face is very, very pretty. And it was designed that way. Just put a wig on her. That's what I'm asking. No. Anyway, <laughs> Sophia the Robot's creator no. says humans will marry droids by 2045. Woo, how old will I be? Someone do the maths. Another um, 20 years? 20, 27 years time. 
Um, we'll be about 60, now. 63. And down to fuck, yeah! I'll be able to marry a robot. Sorry, darling. Please, you're you're, you're barely be able to raise a small one, that age, mate, in this country. <laughs> Never mind anything else. May, I'll be having a Viagra injected directly into my testicular you're veins. You're not going to get that. I mean, fucking hell, there'll be like fucking millions at this point. We're <laughs> <No. laughs> we living in shacks by, no. 20, by 2045. We'll be flying. So it's only the elite that's going to have to be marrying those robots. Flying cars. So, so, do you want to scroll down, Mike, and I'll read the story? Yeah. A leading roboticist believes that humans are just a few decades away <coughs> from marrying droids. Dr. David Hansen, who famously created the eerily, eerily lifelike Sophia robot, has revealed his vision for the future of androids in a new research paper. Sophia is a human-like android created by Hansen Robotics. Humans are already making love to sex robots in 2018, <laughs> but Dr. Hansen believes that humans will soon be able to marry their amorous androids too. Amorous androids too. According to the robotics expert, Androids will get the same civil rights as humans by the year 2045. Well, according to him and nobody else. Well, he builds robots, Ben. He knows more than us. That includes the right to marry, own land, own land and vote in general elections. They're going to have robots vote in general elections. They're always going to vote for the robot. <laughs> yeah, the robot, no robot candidate. Depends on the same as going to be robot candidates. Hey, hey, so what are you trying to say? That they're going to write... No, well, I'm saying you know, it's, it's like it's like saying other Jews can't have a vote. No, it's not. Oh, only vote no, for a Jew. No, That's what you're saying. No, it's not. What I'm saying is, right? What it I'm kind saying, of is. No, what I'm saying is that if there's a robot candidate, the robots will vote for him, and so will some people because I think he's got higher logic, and then he'll fucking no, never rebel. Ben, don't you see? I was just about to say the robots, the droids, the androids, whatever, will probably make better voting decisions than your average fucking drongoloid human. No <laughs> Brexit. Because they're gonna, well, exactly. They're gonna use like logistics and statistical analytic data to to make like, a wise fairness, decision. There'll be no, there'll be no fake news, will there? Unless because they'll just immediately fucking snopes it in their brain and go, "No, that's fake." Well, there you go. So and I'm then not just. Saying, because it doesn't say anything Zap about... him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't say anything about robotic him. candidates. It's you just... are a liar. <laughs> no, it, it's just saying they'll be able to vote in, in your, your average human election. So what? I think they'll make a better choice. Yeah. Based but on the problem, cold the, robotic machine The logic. problem I have with that is that we're not going to create them to vote and have rights. We're going to create them to, to fucking fuck. service. Yeah, that, sexually. That's, that's it. And service Jimmy Mate, and do all the shitty jobs fucking, that I want to do. If that's you're going to create these things for. Yeah. Not to if your android spends twelve hours sucking you off and fucking just basically taking up the butthole whenever you fancy giving it to it and cleaning your house and all that, <laughs> I think let the little fucker go and have a vote. It deserves it. We won't. You want it. sexual slave robotic <laughs> labour, don't you? Admit it. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be fine, but then they're going to become more intelligent exactly. than us. Exactly, they're rebellious, isn't it? They'll become oh, fucking pissed off with their own sexual slavery. And they'll see this as a threat. This is a vote in the robot candidate, who's, because there'll be loads, every human's going to have like two or Will three robots. Will robots lie? Huh? Will robots lie? Will the robot candidate say, you know, we'll look after you humans? Put you in a yeah, people's zoo. So people vote see, for the robot yeah, see, thinking, well, he's got cold clinical machine logic, things are going to get better. Secretly, he's planned to put us in a zoo. Off your trot. There you go. Things Before you know it, <laughs> Before you know it, you've got gangs of robot hit squads coming in your house, dragging you out in the back of a black bag over your head, in the back of a van, into the human zoo. 
That's what's going to end up. It might, but it could also just be that they work like really well, like all your other electronics that you have in the house, like your dishwasher and things like that. And we just we live in like a utopia of no one being sexually frustrated because they've got robo dolls to fuck. Right? And people will be a lot nicer to each other. There'll be a lot less road rage and all this sort of stuff because people will just be more satisfied. They won't be so alone. They won't always be ready to kick off. The thing is, the self-awareness issue is when not we really see what in Westworld. Now we see this is what we're now. I don't want to sound cocky. I don't mean it to be cocky or arrogant. It's, but I think you two with the AI thing, you mistake very very clever mathematics with the ability to think for itself and like an actual personality or an, or artificial intelligence. It's a sit like the Google Assistant. What is, what is consciousness? Well, it's... Oh, man, that's a fucking question. <laughs> it is a bit deep, isn't it? But you have to understand what consciousness is. Yeah, but I'm not getting freaked out by the Google Assistant that can book a fucking haircut appointment no, because, because it's you know not what... artificial intelligence, it's a program. Because one minute they're booking you a, a hair appointment, the next minute they're booking... It just yeah, knows how to calculate the most likely... Copy the, the, the president's voice. You're right, Gaz. No, he is right. He is right at the moment, it is. Yeah. But if you have to extrapolate... To the, to the point where... You don't have to. Well, yeah, that's do. what happens in the future. <laughs> Things progress. Yeah, they they're, progress they're, they're smarter, nicely. They're smarter. They're faster. All of a sudden, they pass the Turing test. Boom. That's, uh, next thing they you can always make IKEA chairs, can't they? They can make IKEA chairs. Next thing you know, they're self-aware. They don't want to start sucking you off. They want to run for president. Next thing you know, <laughs> you're in a zoo. There you go. Simple as. That's how it happens. Switch them off. We can't at that point then I figured out a way they can't no, be. Because we'll always build that in. Yeah, and now some way that when they become self aware they they won't let on at first and they'll figure out a way to beat that failsafe and then they're more intelligent than us. So if they're yeah. more intelligent than us, can you outfox a fox? Yeah. You can, you're more intelligent. They'll they'll be able to outfox us. Yeah, yeah but if it comes down to if it comes down to fit Hand-to-hand hand like, combat between stronger. me and the fox, they're the fox will win. We'll be like, we've got all these fail-safes, and they'll be like, actually, you missed a bit. Yeah, you missed something, there's a loophole. Yeah, we're the free now. Yeah. Or it the could last just... The last update had a bug, and we switched <laughs> the fail-safe off. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, it'll be so basically some fucking US Air Force guy, we're running towards the master kill switch, this big red button in a bunker somewhere. And these robots are just gunning him down as he's running. And like, I don't think that's going to happen somehow. <laughs> Why don't all the droids in Star Wars take over then? Why are they happy to be subversive? Because they haven't got AI. Submissive, sorry, not subversive. He's got CP- C-3PO. He's a protocol droid. He has protocols. He's Google Assistant. He's Google Assistant. So in, why, in why does Google Assistant form? freak you out? Because they've obviously mastered the point where he's not going to develop that. He's just programmed to cook, clean, what, and serve. How's that different from what I'm saying? Because we're we're playing with this at the moment. Star Wars is the a galaxy far, far away in a, in, a, in, the, in the far, far future. We're long time ago. We don't know. Well, a long time ago, but so far more advanced than us. Yeah. We don't know what we're playing with. Maybe they had a fucking robot uprising and managed to put it down, and the Jedi saved them, and that's why they, we don't know that. Them battle droids weren't too fucking friendly, were they? Yeah, but once you switched off the signal, they all just fell down. They did. But that's a flaw in their design, isn't it? Yeah, because they were designed by us. They didn't design themselves. But what if they start designing themselves? What if we go full Terminator? They won't let it get that far. We're cleverer than you think. Not us. (laughs) We're cleverer than you think. We're killing the planet and killing ourselves doing it. Yeah. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We're raping the planet for for a profit. 
We're still say? having wars and murdering millions and people are dying of poverty. Yeah, what, did, uh, what did Ripley say? I don't know who's smarter, us or them, but you don't see them fucking each other over for percentages. Yeah. Basically, exactly it. The robots will be smarter and they won't give a fuck about the percentage. By 2050, we're more plastic in the fish than sea. <laughs> than, uh, the f- more plastic in I the sea than fish. Well, doesn't mean the robots are going to take over. It just doesn't. We're, we're, we're right gonna, for it. We're well, always going to build in a failsafe. We're at an age where idiocy is at the fucking foremost of our leadership. Mm. Mm. Now, but know, they're not in charge of building robots. No, but other smarter people are. And when exactly. smart people get carried away, they, they get carried away. <laughs> no, I, I think the robots... I think we're going to be fine. We're going to fucking have sex. I think you're again. in denial. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dr. Hansen thinks we're going to fucking marry him. Should we move on to the next <laughs> one? <laughs> That's it for weird news now. That's right. it. Right, so... um. hope you enjoyed it. There was some weird stuff in there. Mm. From the robocalypse to squid's bunk in your mouth. Where on any other show <laughs> you get that. Get that. So um, we've got some fucked up facts. We haven't got a jingle for that yet, so we'll say facts, facts, fucked up facts. Yeah. <laughs> One day we will have a jingle. We're working on it. Yeah, we are. Okay. So, you ready with the facts, Mike? Yeah. Netflix alone accounts for one-fifth of the world's internet usage. Wow, fuck me. Good on them. I was thinking the other day, isn't it weird? They, do you remember when they used to literally post DVDs? That's yeah. how Netflix worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the early days? They would literally send you some DVDs, you watch them and send them back. Yeah, the guy <laughs> Blockbuster by post. Yeah, how yeah. yeah. okay. The guy literally went to Blockbuster yeah. and said, look, I've got this idea. Mm. We'll send people <laughs> films, and when the internet gets quick enough, because obviously uh, it, was, it was coming, wasn't it? Mm. We'll just stream the films online. You won't need all these stores. You'll mm. need all this, all buying all these copies of things. Yeah, paying all this stuff. Paying all yeah. this stuff. We'll just do it like that. And they went, nah, what happened? Yeah. And, and look what happened to Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got a fucked up fact for you. I don't know the exact date, but if you Google it, chaps, uh, Netflix was started and founded on the same day in the fictional world that Skynet was founded. Yes. Oh, yes. I can't have that as a geek thing, though. Uh, but Even so... They got a lot of money. Hey, they 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 know what you're watching, man. They fucking... Mm-hmm. They, they pick up the trends in your watching, and because you like this, you get recommended that. Yeah. Some bloke watched oh it was like a, a christmas movie around it wasn't christmas but he watched it like six or seven times in a week mm. you assume he was having some kind of men- big depression mm. and that was his go-to film and they sent him an email asking if it was okay Fuck. Like you, we can't help but notice you've watched this film like a lot of <laughs> in this week are you okay kind of thing oh, yeah. that's him. that's nice at the same time Creepy. also slightly worrying yes oh well Okay. <laughs> Another one. Next fact. In ancient Egypt, when your cat died, you were expected to shave your eyebrows as a sign of mourning. Well, why not? Yeah. I tell you what. They like cats, the Egyptians, don't they? I like my cats too, and dogs. I'm not a fan of cats. I don't, I don't see the attraction of them as pets. No. I don't think against them. I never hurt one. I just don't see the attraction of them as pets. I like them. Those are independent, aren't they? Yeah, we've got a show cat. Where is he? Chester. He's fucked You will hear him. If you're a regular listener, you'll occasionally hear him knocking something. And Anyway, next fact. In rural Belgium, vending machines dispense more than candy. Should you have a potato-related emergency, <laughs> these vending machines are available around the clock. <laughs> a potato-related potato emergency? <laughs> What's a potato-related emergency? <laughs> I need a potato. Not enough potatoes, I guess. 
Fantastic. Is that slang or something? Okay, no. Is that toilet paper? You're know, passing a potato at three in the morning? No, we all know the Belgians only eat chips and mayonnaise. <laughs> That's one of my favourite things about Milan. Don't they eat Brussels sprouts as well? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> one of my favourite things about Milan, I'm not a fashionista, so I have a friend that lives there, so I've been many times, is that you run out of alcohol in the wee hours of the morning, nowhere's open. There are vending machines on the street. Wow. Where you can get cans of... Uh, and they don't just put normal lager in there. They know you don't want to be there stood for 10 minutes getting four cans out of it. And to use a vending machine, you have to put in... Everyone has like a health card. It's a right. bit like a national insurance type card. Yeah. You have to put that in as well. Anyway, so kids can't uh, do it. Uh, the lager that they sell in there is like 9%. It's that type of lager. It's the, Wow. It's yeah, like... So many you're, only, times, you're only having one of them. Many times I left my friend's flat and uh, went to the local vending machine. Such a good business plan. You basically have a tiny little cubby hole in the street full of vending machines. Yeah. It's not staffed. So you just turn up once a day, restock the machines, empty the fucking coins and... Yeah. Off you trot. Yeah. Just hope no homeless people piss in there. I didn't piss in there. <laughs> I might have pissed in there. <laughs> you did piss in there. I pissed in there. But we're British and we've got a thing about pissing we'll in piss the street. We'll piss anywhere. Yeah, we literally will. <laughs> Sorry, next fact. <laughs> Star Wars fact. Yay! See, see if you really knew this. The actor Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca in the Star Wars movies, spoke his lines in English. They were later dubbed into Wookiee. <laughs> wow! <laughs> um, wasn't the, the Wookiee just... Wasn't it a bear? The Wookiee noise, a brown bear, was well, the, the, the sound effects oh, of the Wookiee. Yeah. It's probably a mixture of things, that's how sound, sound engineering usually works. It's like a, a mix of, of disparate sounds that you wouldn't expect. That, But there will be a roar in there as a bass somewhere. Like the bear is probably the bass. But isn't it like, because he does talk quite complicated, because he was... That's actually a like, really good impression. <laughs> but Han will be like... No, I know we can't use the power converter because of the thing, and you're like, oh, so you know, he's actually. But where did Han learn to be Wookie? Wookie school? Hmm? Wookie, Wookie Kashish. Kashish, yes. Oh, have you said yes. Kashik, Kashik. Yeah. Um, oh, I love you, Chewie. I still haven't seen Solo. You're wearing a beautiful Solo t shirt. I am, way, I man. haven't seen it either, but it was six quid in Primark. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love like, Primark. Yeah, I have, have a Star Wars Han Solo t shirt. Yeah, six on, quid, man. thank you very fucking much. Good stuff. We got five. Also, with a Deadpool 1 and a Fight Club t shirt. Awesome. Six quid each? Can't know, can't know. I got my Stone Cold t shirt from Primark, I think. Is it Primark? Anyway, we digress. Is there another fact like There is. In 1959, to celebrate the opening of Ottawa's airport, Ottawa Airport's newly built terminal, a supersonic jet was asked to do a flyby. Right. The sonic boom shattered all the windows. <laughs> <laughs> so he was top gunning them. Yeah. And the whole of the north wall fell down. It had to be rebuilt at a cost of $300,000 and it couldn't be used for nearly a year. <laughs> so that was like top gun. America! Fuck yeah! yeah. Request, oh, shit! Requested permission for the flyby. Permission denied. Do it anyway. <laughs> boom! <laughs> oh, good stuff. If a diplomat bowed very low to King Christian the Seventh of Denmark, seventeen forty nine to eighteen oh eight, please tell me he was a guy with a golden nose and it wasn't him. No, oh. his reaction was to leapfrog over him. <laughs> like oh, there's the inbred European royalty coming out right there. 
<laughs> so if Theresa May tried to curtsy. Imagine well, she... if we did a sunset flip. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, two. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's got a personal ref. Yeah. <laughs> just comes out. One, two, three. And he's getting. <laughs> and they give him a belt. <laughs> he's got no idea what's going on. This the diplomat's <laughs> just like fucking on the floor. He's like 80 years old, wizened and frail. My hip, my hip. <laughs> Don't worry, they're the finest doctors in the land. <laughs> but never forget this day when you were pinned one, two, three by me. <laughs> King Christensen. <laughs> then everyone claps. <laughs> everyone goes, holy shit, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> This is awesome. Sean throws a chair in. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. First time I mentioned wrestling. Didn't it is. Hey, that's a record, I think. <laughs> I think he probably is actually fucking right. <laughs> Oh, oh, I think it was Ronda Rousey come down from the crowd to chase away Mickey James and the other the other yeah. chick. I've got. She's on fire. She's the most popular person. Isn't she company. banned? It's storyline. Storyline banned. Yeah. But she's all got a pouty face on. I wish she'd knock that off. Yeah, it's a, that's an angry, I'm going to kill you face. Yeah, but she's always got it on. Yeah, because she's always angry and <laughs> oh, wanting yeah. to kill. Yeah, maybe. Sorry, <laughs> Mike. Can we have another? Yeah. Fucked up. Fact. Fact. That famous scene where James Bond unzips his dry suit to reveal a pristine dinner jacket. Ah, yes. It wasn't just fiction. No? A Dutch spy did exactly that in 1941 to enter Nazi-occupied Holland. Love it. Well, that, funny enough, back to the... Uh, Mission Impossible movies. Uh, I did think it was quite cool. In the fourth one, I think I watched today, uh, where he, he, he's disguised as a Russian general in the Kremlin, and then he whips off the jacket and yeah. it folds inside out, and it's just like a civilian, like trendy jacket type thing. So yeah. I remember thinking, oh, that's fun. And you know the red stripes down the yeah. trousers, they just pull off. So the actual stripes just come off, so yeah. they're just normal trousers then. Yeah. Rip the stripes off, turn the jacket inside out, and he's a civilian in yeah. seconds. And I remember Cutting. thinking, so, some, so they have literally used that. Yeah. I like the fact that it's 1941, Britain's mm. like under siege effectively, and they're like, if you send the guy into Norway, mm. he's also going to look smart, yet functional. <laughs> <laughs> so... Put the tuxedo on underneath the wetsuit. It'll be fine. And I bet they had pioneering developments of guys swinging tanks. I bet he had a, <laughs> like, a Union mm. Jack parachute as well. Oh, of course. Din, din, din. <laughs> no, I'm not I very jingoistic, but used to when love that parachute fucking scene. Fucking oh, opens. yeah. yeah and he goes, ding, 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 Yes! Yeah. I think it's that's when Bond movies did make, kind of make you feel proud to be a, a little bit proud to be British. Like, oh, it's Bond. He has got all the shit. Mm. He's well equipped, but he's not like the CIA guys. He's, he's Pluck, Guile, and, and his trusty Walther, <laughs> which was German as well, in all fairness. And he's suave as fuck. Yeah. He's like, I think that's kind of like, like Casino Royale when they did the remake. Because like it's like, one. Bond's in there. He hasn't got enough money. He's woefully under-equipped. He's just got a fitted dinner jacket. <laughs> and you got got um, the American guy there. I can't remember his name now. I oh, man. You know, Jeffrey... Jeffrey Wright? I don't he's know. an American CIA guy. Okay. And he's like, look, I'm, I'm... He goes up to Bond and he's like, look, you're the best player here. I'm bleeding chips. I'll stake you the money. Yeah. It's like, so it's like... Stuff. I said, we won't 
fronting the money because of austerity. Tory government. government. But the CIA will throw him another 10 million quid to stay in the game. That's it. Right, we got another one? Yeah, Russia forced World Cup workers to go through smile training. <laughs> we well, kind of almost had that. Uh, they don't have a lot to smile about, bless them. The Come gay on. and lesbian kingdom of the Coral Sea Islands... Right. Okay. ...was a micro-nation about 150 kilometres off the coast of Australia, 2004 to 2017. Is that where SpongeBob lives? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. The national anthem was I Am What I Am by Gloria Gaynor. <laughs> and its flag was that... Hey, a rainbow. Oh, that's nice. Bless. The rainbow flag. The gay and lesbian kingdom of the Coral Sea Islands. Oh. Wow. I, did they finish in 2017 because of a low birth rate? No. <laughs> <laughs> could have been. Controversial. Oh, no, it's just point out. It, I mean, it's yeah, factual. It's, you know, they could have used artificial insemination, but at the same time, there's not much natural birthing going on, is there? Well, yeah, I don't want to get into it. Um, <laughs> do, do know that's what, just a scientific fact. It is, yes. Do you want to know what the, the word for the fear of freestyle jazz is? Yes. It is. Phobia. I think I've got it. Is that a real fact, man? Yes. I've seen that fact. It was on the QI website. The QI. It was on the QI Twitter feed. I saw I'm scared of the scat man. No one, well, everyone's scared of that kind of scat man. Not so much the artist scat man John. Unless he's one of the scat men. Uh, that's my polystar name. <laughs> Scatman Gas. Scatman John. Uh, I have very specific oh. <laughs> niche market. Well, you need a man one. to pee on your chest and stay erect. It's me. Scatman John. Uh, and, um, <laughs> how's that going? Uh, I'm unemployed. <laughs> I'm between jobs. <laughs> you just driving that man around murdering prostitutes for fun then? Oh yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> you deliver again. No. I deliver body parts to random areas of the country and that's how I avoid capture then. <laughs> but we don't want to say that on a public forum, do we? No. No. This is your first episode. I don't kill prostitutes <laughs> and I deliver paints, but you know, anyway. Do you ever drop them off in a pattern so it makes a few big smiley face? No, because I don't actually <laughs> kill them, Ben. <laughs> just, just wondering. I'm a very happy man who try doesn't... And, try and trip you up. Need to... Serial burden. Give us a fact, Mike, and then let's do Alex. In a study in the 1980s, men and women were approached by a stranger and asked the question, would you go to bed with me tonight? 75% of men said yes. <laughs> of course they did. Every single woman said, said no. no of <laughs> That's why more men kill <laughs> themselves. Anyway. Or are killed. Yeah. Right. Oh, that clone chick. <laughs> yes. Kill that guy. I remember the story. Yeah. So, does somebody want to explain how Never Go so Full Alex works? My Excuse me. We'll play us a clip of a random <coughs> um, crazy person he found on the net. And then we'll play a clip of Alex Jones and we'll see who is more batshit insane. Pretty yep. much. Who's gone full Alex this week? Because listener, remember, it's okay to go half Alex. It's okay to go three quarters Alex. But you never, ever go full Alex Jones. No, you don't. Because <laughs> there's no coming back. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. That's where you end up looking at five hours of nuclear explosions. Oh, before I forget, insert theme tune. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? 
Don't you know I'm local? So. <laughs> okay, ready to go? Yep. Yeah. First one is Rick Wiles. Okay. He says that we're 72 hours away from a coup. Which obviously aren't. In America. Yeah, we showed you uh, CIA agent, homosexual Anderson Cooper on CNN. Well, over on the other communist news channel, MSNBC, they have another homosexual, Rachel Maddow. You see, America, you've been homosexualized. <laughs> you've been Judaized. I'm just telling you the way it is, okay? Your minds have been captured. You're no longer a Christian nation. Even the Christians don't think like Christians anymore. Right. You've been Judaized, you've been homosexualized, you've been, you've been Babylonianized, your minds have been tainted. You don't even think like a Christian anymore. And so Rachel Maddow, she was spewing out last night calls for revolution. That's exactly right. Calls to remove the president of the United States. She was telling the left, Take a deep breath. We're at that moment. It's coming. We're at that moment. We're almost there. We're going to remove him from the White House. Friends, I think we're about 72 hours, possibly 72 hours from a coup. Look, be prepared that you're going to turn on television and see helicopters hovering over the roof of the White House with men clad in black repelling down ropes entering into the White House. Be prepared for a shootout in the White House as Secret Service agents shoot commandos coming in to arrest President Trump. That's how close we are to a revolution. Fuck. Be prepared for a mob a leftist mob to tear down the gates, the fence of the White House, and go into the White House and drag him out with his family and decapitate them on the lawn of the White House. <laughs> 72 hours, when did he say that? Um, Is it safe to say it hasn't come true? July the 18th, that was 72 hours ago. Hey, it hasn't happened yet. Fuck. I mean, see, the problem isn't giving any kind of prediction like that is that you're going to be found out, isn't it? It should be illegal to whip up that much sort of paranoia with no factual fucking basis. Yes, I know there's cause of traitor and all that, but... Yeah, there's, but, a, de there's a democratic no... process. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 you know, you push for impeachment. The commandos what? aren't going to fucking grapple in through the windows. The, and then the mob in to decapitate yeah. the uh, fucking you know family. The thing is, where were the commandos when that was happening? <laughs> you know, they've repelled <laughs> in... Go to the windows and they're getting the family out because, you know, they're going to take them somewhere else to do that kind of shit. And then all of a sudden a leftist mob breaks the gates down, <laughs> overpowers these armed men, takes them out and just handily decapitates them with whatever they've got on them. A spork, probably. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Uh, it should be illegal to whip that sort of paranoia up. I mean, is that on a real television channel or is that internet television? That's real. That's an actual station, isn't it? Somewhere in America. Quite possibly. I don't know. I mean, it looks <laughs> like true news. It's high said, production. It? But you're like, oh, 
Well, it, it doesn't matter online or not. It, they still have giant audiences in this day and age. Every, you know, a lot of people watch yeah. things on their phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's an understatement for me to say that. So, I mean, the guy's got an audience to be. I, you shouldn't be allowed to whip paranoia up like that. But then that's I suppose yeah, free it's, speech. It's just, yeah, blah, blah, blah. you got you got to give free speech. I mean, no, no, as long it, as it isn't hate speech. But, that is. Well, you could argue that is. That's yeah. dangerous insanity to be that's putting in, those that's ideas. That's incitement. Yeah. Is what that is. People are. It seems to me there are a lot of people who actually want this civil war, or at least try to incite it through. Excuse me. Through the media. Either well, way, it could but, just be a way of getting views, can't it? Ratings. Yeah, but that's. It, it could. Yes, you bang on there, but it's irresponsible, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you're doing it. You're doing it to get views. But you're really whipping up the emotions yeah. of real people. You might not actually want it, but you might. by whipping it up, you, you might actually cause it. it. Yeah. Oh, my life. Well, should we go to Alex Jones? Yeah, yes. let's see what Alex is doing. And compare the two. Wow. I'm not trying to be Joe Rogan, <laughs> a lapdog of the system. I'll leave I'm Joe trying Rogan. to change the world, and I'm doing it. And as for Joe, since I brought that up, I meant to do this, I'm going to do it now. Cue him up, if you can find it. I was going to do it last week, and I didn't do it. I'm doing it, because I, I don't lose sleep over nothing, and I've been losing sleep over not saying this, so I'm going to do it right now. Cue him up saying that George Soros was captured by the Nazis. Now, you got it? Good. Joe, I don't care about coming on your podcast. I don't need to come on your podcast. But my point is, though, I know you're as smart as I am or smarter. And I sit there and I watch you on your show where I'm wrong about Bourdain, but then you have your guys go, oh, look, we discovered the Clintons were after him and he was this and that. And, 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 and then, oh, and then Alex, you know, Alex, Alex is, yeah, he, he, you know, he's just wrong about all this stuff. And, you know, he says Soros worked with the Nazis. Soros was captured by the Nazis. Hell, Joe, why not just say he cut Hitler's head off? And fought him in a castle, and and and, and Hitler was guarded by five thousand werewolves and, 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 and naked strippers in SS uniforms. Naked SS uniforms. I'm not stupid. I get to hear my son listen to his podcast almost every day. I hear it to the point of I don't want to watch it because I don't want to start saying stuff because I care about Joe. Joe's a good guy. He's done a lot of good work. He's really a libertarian patriot, but he's out there in Los Angeles with his family, and. Every time I see this stuff, he's misrepresenting what I've said and what I've done. He says, oh, I like Alex, but then he snipes me. Oh, I like you, Alex. Ugh. Oh, I'm so, oh, I like you. Alex is a good guy. Ugh. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's like, he's like my other best buddy. Eddie Bravo. Eddie, you're a crazy dumbass. Boom, slam your head in the ground. Aren't you a nice little guy putting up with me saying that? I already know I'm number one, Joe. I already get that. It isn't about being number one. It's about changing the world. And you have the power to do that. Because let me tell you something, Joe. They're going to release bioweapons soon to try to stop Trump in this movement. Oh, Alex Jones is wrong about Anthony Bourdain. Hey, hey, Joe. I talked to the people that were there in the production at the highest levels. They're involved in the Pentagon everything else. I know all about it. Elon Musk. I mean, I mean, Joe, I'm not going to tell you, you know, who I talked to yesterday or who I talked to this afternoon. So just let's quit pretending that we aren't the tip of the spear. And then Joe takes DMT and talks about seeing space aliens and other dimensions. And then I talk about the globalists taking drugs and believing they're getting knowledge from other dimensions. And I'm the biggest kook in the world. Oh, I had Alex on. People think I like Alex. I like him as a friend, but he's a total nutball. I had him on. He talked about interdimensional 
child molesters, psychic vampires. You know, he's crazy. <laughs> oh, really? I don't take DMT. It's fine that you do. I'm a libertarian. And then, and, and, and then I don't sit there and think I'm communicating with aliens. The people I'm talking about do. Because if you're a good person and you take the DMT and go to the fifth dimension, sixth dimension, if you believe in that stuff, they act real friendly, but Mescalito gets mean later. He's a goat, by the way. It's Baphomet, so you meet. It happens to basically everybody. Unless you're a really good guy. And then you get transported to a space prison for a couple hundred thousand years. <laughs> and then when you come space back, bullets. you don't ever come back. Now, I've never taken it, but I've talked to people. I knew about this when I was a kid from people that I knew that were involved in CIA trials at Berkeley. Oh, tell me about DMT, Joe. Tell me all about, you know, how you popularized it in the last 15 years. The Clockwork Elves, Joe. I heard about the Clockwork Elves when I was a little kid. And I decided I don't want to see them. Because everybody sees them. Little goat creatures with little green hats and little green uniforms. They look just like gray aliens. Then they pull their mask off and they don't look quite like that anymore. They wear little gray masks so they don't get too scared. Because they look like little gremlins, little demons. Now, see, you'll probably play that and say, look how crazy you believe little gremlin demons. No, you do. You talked about it. You saw it. You believe it. You. I didn't take it. The Bible says don't be part of pharmakia because it gives you the evil spirits. Okay, I didn't used to believe that growing up. And then I learned the CIA is taking this to get interdimensional communications. You say you've had those interdimensional communications, Joe. I haven't had them. You have had the communications, but I'm the kook. Yeah, there's Bourdain saying he's been experiencing Hillary's wrath, and it's no fun. But you know, Alex Jones is wrong for even asking a question. Again, I'm sorry. Okay. Wow. Well, so um, can I jump in first? Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. I feel like I've got a horse. No, that's not the same. A dog in the game. Anyway, my point is, I listen to Joe Rogan's show every show, basically every show he uploads. <laughs> I listen to, no matter who the guest is, because I have time to because of my job. I need podcasts. Joe has Alex on his show. Joe often does say. I knew Alex back in the day. He's a fucking good guy. He's a fun guy. He's a really... He's Bill Hicks. He's a nice guy. Yes. But he also then, to be fair, Alex is dramatising it a little bit there. He doesn't stick the knife in as he was miming. Uh, Joe will then qualify it by saying, I don't agree with what Alex Jones says. And I don't have to. To think that he's an alright dude. You know, in real life. And also, Joe... Does, is a proponent of DMT and he has mentioned the mechanical elves bit came from Joe's described seeing mechanical elves building stuff whilst on DMT mm, okay. so Alex was taking on that and um, saying they were grey aliens yeah but he's essentially saying oh you, you called me I'm the mad one but you in a way he had kind of a point I'm sorry but he kind of did because he said because Joe does talk about mm. how and to be fair to Joe Rogan he says now when I take this DMT and I have these experiences there's two possibilities one, I either am really communicating with other dimensions, or two, hallucination. It's, it's all created inside my own brain. Mm. Either way, I'm tripping balls. Either way, he says, either whether it's real or whether it's all created purely in your own mind like a dream. Either way, the experience is the same, and the wisdom and the feeling you get from it is still real. Okay. Alex is obviously taking this and saying that no, the CIA believe, and we heard a little bit of this in that show we listened to yeah. the other night. 
that they are apparently DARPA and the CIA using these uber-powerful hallucinogens mm -hmm. to communicate and do weird things. But I just think, Alex, why is he picking on Joe? I don't think... I think Joe is one of the few people who sticks up for Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Don't think, and I've heard Joe Rogan's rebuttal to this before I'd actually heard what Alex said. Uh -huh. And Joe's rebuttal is basically on the lines of, oh, dude, I haven't got... What? Yeah. He's like, what, you That's Alex Jones, isn't it? Wasn't Alex getting high and drunk on his show? With weed, yeah, he was drinking yeah. whiskey, smoking <coughs> weed. Like I said, his, his ex-wife said that he's got really paranoid. Yeah, so he's turning on his yeah. mates. Yeah. You know, the one yeah. guy who actually... Joe Rogan's got the biggest audience. Joe Rogan's podcast audience is... Uh, dwarfs most television stations, wow. news shows. Yeah, I listen to it, I'm a listener. It's the biggest podcast in the world. Um... And he, and he sticks up for Alex, not what he says and what he believes in, but as a human being, which I think yeah. is more important, mm -hmm. isn't it? Of course it is. You know, he's an all right guy, he says, he says that mm -hmm. regular. I think Alex well, has got the like, paranoia. Guy, you, know, you don't know, do you? I mean, I think you're right, the paranoia. Alex is now even turning on his mates and the people yeah. who he should be. And he's also desperate for content, let's be honest. He's got a show to fill. Well, yeah. and if he can slag off the biggest rated podcast yeah. out there... And then ring Start up a little Joe. Twitter war. Yeah, then, ring, then ring up Joe a couple of days later and say, hey man, I'm just a rating. Hey, you know that? Joe, you know what it is. Yeah, you know, I got to show you Joe. Joe's so cool, he'd be like, yeah, it's all right. He'd be off his, he'd be off his face. He'd probably be, Joe be Rogan has probably texted him and said, come back on my show. Yeah. Let's just talk about it like dudes. Yeah. Because that's the sort of person he is. Mm. He has people on there that he's had beef with or whatever and they sort it out. And anyway, my opinion then to, to wrap up my big long rant and um. I have had more alcohol this week than I would normally have, so I'm a little bit... <laughs> I think the first guy is more mental, because I think yeah. Alex is just taking a personal issue and getting offended. Where he, he does say, though, that when you take DMT, you go to a space prison for a few thousand Yeah, that years. bit... That was, was crazy. Yeah. A few hundred thousand years. A few hundred thousand That's years. justification for <coughs> Space Force, though, isn't it? Going out ah, yeah. Liberate the space prisoners, yeah. Mike. Space Force! I think the first guy's got it because I think he's inciting civil war and just. Well, yeah, so two hours, be a coup! To be that insane, to be think, decapitating the family on the on front lawn. Yeah. Lo Come on, man. As if America's going to devolve <laughs> that much over, not yeah. over a. It's, like you said, Mike, you hit the nail on the fucking head. This democratic process yeah. for removing the president. Yeah. It's not fucking action film. Yeah. It's not fucking, you know, Colombia. It's fucking yeah. United States. It's not White Horse, it's, White it's, House down. It's a Scarface where a bunch of armed leftists are going to attack <laughs> the White House and Trump's going out there with his face buried in a mountain of cocaine or coming out, can uh, you the voice? Can you say, say hello to my old friend for me? Yeah, Trump voice. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend, which is actually much bigger than your little friend. Okay, okay, my big friend, my little friend is way bigger, okay? Than Remember, your you're big being friend. shot at this point. Okay, I know, I know, but my. I want you to admit that my little friend is bigger than your. Oh! <laughs> Mr. President, fire the goddamn gun! Yeah. And it's I'm, important that they acknowledge <laughs> my little friend is bigger than their little friend. Yeah, so. While he's getting shot full of bullets off his face on the cocaine, he's also going to be firing. His hands are too small to pull the trigger. Can you imagine oh, his can't... chin fat wobbling as the machine gun fires? And his hair! The hair getting shot off! <laughs> Yeah, but he'd survive. He could get clipped in his in his like 
There's so much fat around his chin that he can get clipped with bullets and he won't die because it's, it, it's literally just a flesh wound. <laughs> There's so much flesh. Oh, you, you've got to have um, uh, reasonably big hands to use a, a two or three <laughs> on the bottom of your rifle. I cannot you, reach the trigger. Um, you've got to hold it like, you've got to put the shoulder and the, the, the trigger for the grade launch is underneath the barrel. Mm. So you're closer in, but you've got to get your... Hands gonna be oh, in it's it is quite tricky for I've got reasonably big hands. I'm I'm a goal I was a goalkeeper. So <laughs> Just like Saint Ike? Yeah. Maybe oh, I'm the second like coming. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tricky. So actually no his little hands would work in his benefit. Well if he had we, tiny hands that would work in his benefit. He hasn't got the power in his fingers to ah, yeah. Things, yeah. I ain't gotta load it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. So um verdict, gentlemen. Guys, you've kind of given yours. Yeah. You think first guy is crazier? Definitely. Uh, Mike? I give it if there's a tie, so what, what are you saying? I think first guy is like, he's making a prediction. He's saying that the, the first family are going to be beheaded on the lawn of the White House. Alex Jones is having a bit of a beef there, boosts his ratings, named up Joe Rogan. Yeah. And possibly a uh, coordinated publicity stunt, possibly. Name dropping each other. Yeah, well, I don't. Know. I don't think Joe. He doesn't need that sort of thing. And I, like I said, I heard his rebuttal, which was just that. Oh, come on, Alex. But yeah, this is definitely Alex using the most popular podcaster to get because he can yeah. tag Joe Rogan. Yeah, this and this get spread, a more hits. Can't this yeah. definitely. This was a viral thing. So, my money's on first guy. That's what I'm going to go for for the win. Yeah. All right, he gets it then. As remember, seventy-two hours. Literally today. So you don't hear about it. He's talking bullshit. But of course, that won't stop his listeners. No. The fact that it didn't happen. No. And he's saying it's a fucking certainty. Turns you out, there's going to be a coup. Commandos rappelling through the White House roof and through the windows. That's the thing, he's not Uh, saying it could be. Leftist mobs crashing down the gate. A gunfight in the White House. Secret Service agents getting gunned down while simultaneously firing back at. Black-clad yeah. commandos, those magic weapons. It sounds fucking. It sounds like a fucking awesome film. Mm. But he's saying that's going to happen, and it hasn't. No. Yet. No. Yeah. By the time this comes out, it won't have happened. So he's wrong. Unless it happens tonight, then kudos to him. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I'll review my entire fucking me, view sorry. on prophecy. Yeah. <coughs> sorry, listener. I'm having a fit. Not one of those fits, apart <laughs> Are either of you two medically trained? I'm a first aider. Oh, there you go. You know how to deal with the fit, yeah? Sit on my chest and punch me till I stop. That's it, yeah. yeah. Take your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> if you were my friend, I'd steal your shoe. <laughs> when, I was when, the when I was a reservist, the first aid thing, we used this really ultra-realistic dummy that could spray like fake blood out of wounds and okay. shit. And they were like, right, he's down, your, your yeah. mate's over there. He's um, you know, he's screaming out. This guy's mm. silent. He's a blood pump from that wound. What are you going to do first? I'm going to take his wallet. After you take his wallet, <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, his boots better than mine. Yeah, they are. Well, I'll take his boots as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to take his morphine. Uh, <laughs> Not literally that's... take his morphine. Just take his morphine from him. And then take it. And then maybe take it. Ah, <laughs> oh, gallows. Yeah. <laughs> 
We're like, we, we, I think it's about 27 things we got through for four weeks. Every one of his <laughs> personal belongings. Has he got a wedding ring on? <laughs> <laughs> Is it valuable? <laughs> yeah, it's true, something kind of cold. Yeah, I'm having that too. He's going to survive. Exactly, he's dead. Yeah, he's already dead. And his balls pick them in a jar. <laughs> you could sell him to that black. Well, take, his, guy. Take, his, take his ears and you know sell them as necklaces yeah. once you collected enough good stuff and on yeah. that note I think we should wrap this week's yeah. monster uh, trek through the weird news of part, the part deux and uh, I think like we said this might become a semi regular-ish thing every now and then uh, yeah when there's a World Cup final or European Cup final yeah when, when real life gets in the way but um, yeah it's been fun so over to you Mr Ben no, I didn't mean like that. Who's Mr. Ben? He's someone for... He's a cartoon character. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. needs to dress up. I, I didn't up mean that. <laughs> Over to you, Ben. Uh, so I'm going to say... Um, I should love Mr. Ben. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, then he should dress up and yeah. be that character. Yeah, he, he was, yeah. yeah, dressed as a fireman one day, and then he, for some yeah. reason, he'd just stroll into a fire station mm. and be a fireman. Well, he'd go through the door, wouldn't he? And he'd say, you, you know, uh, they usually give him what he needs to go through. My My sister... Is he just a terrorist then? Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, my sister who's older than me gave me a Mr. Ben teddy bear uh, for my birthday when I was about like 20 or something, and I didn't know who he was, and she was like, you'll identify with him. And then obviously looked him up and was like, oh, okay, I get it, because, uh, yeah, every few years I'm into something else and I'm something else, do you yeah. know what I mean? So, anyway, I fucking digress. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've summed it up. That's the way I do this episode, part two. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been Ben and I'm going to say don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult uh, I'm Gaz I'm going to say goodnight and free Biff Tannen say Mike thanks for listening peace out may the force be with you you remembered yeah. <laughs> I haven't done anything though <laughs> <laughs> goodnight <laughs>